1: Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. Previously on... Lonely boys. May I come in? Our flight leaves in a few hours and I want to say goodbye. Hmm. Please forgive me, Blair. I should have told you I was bringing Roman. I know that having him here would be hard for you, but I love you so much and I love Roman, and I was hoping if we were all thrown together that something perfect would happen, and that you would love him too.
2: I was gonna convince you to move back to New York, but you bought a vineyard in France with Roman, or Roman as you've been calling him. What's next? The commitment ceremony? Great! There's no room in your life for me anymore!
1: Sweetheart, there is always room for you, no matter where I am, no matter who I'm with. Now here. This is part of your Christmas gift.
2: Your house in France. It's very nice, Daddy. I'm sure you and Roman will totally enjoy it.
1: And so will you, because this is your room.
2: It's beautiful.
1: We had it decorated just for you. A cat! a cat named cat like in your favorite movie it was roman's idea (laughs) (laughs) so merry christmas sweetheart i hope you're gonna spend the whole summer with us
2: i'm happy now hey upper east siders and welcome back to another episode of the lonely boys today we are here to break down season one episode 12 school lies i am matt i am one of your titular lonely boys but of course i'm not here by myself i am here with the brand new headmistress of the podcast brendan ruppel
1: hey i do feel like uh, quite the feminine boy so that that works out for me uh hello to my fans lots of fans here um probably getting close to maybe hundreds of fans at this point we might be in triple digits of fans um Hello, I am the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, aka Uncle Cream. Hi, Dilly, Ho to Cream Nation, and uh, our our guest is snickering over there. Well, she's actually very close to me because we're sharing a microphone right now, so I can hear. Wow, every and last breath she takes. And you
2: have mentioned that we and our d-
1: last one's coming soon. <laughs> that
2: we d- wow, oh my god, you have mentioned <laughs> that we do have a guest for this episode, and I, I don't know. I feel like the first time around, I introduced the guest, but do you want to do the honors this time?
1: Um, sure. I mean, it'll be quick. There's not much to say. There's not a lot of credentials here. Um, our guest today is a longtime friend, maybe even more than a friend. We are roommates with benefits, as they like to say. Um, not quite a wife. Maybe someday, if she's lucky, uh, will be my wife. Uh, Nicole Farriella is here to talk gossip girl with the Lonely Boys. Hello, Nicole.
0: Hey guys! Hey, hey M! Hey B! Hey, thanks for having me on the show.
1: No problem. Thank
2: you for being here. We're very excited to have you. Um, and this episode, uh, this previous episode hasn't been released yet, so you probably don't even know this, but you are the official girlfriend of the pod.
0: It's true. I am the official girlfriend of the pod. I don't
1: right. know. As we said last time, she's the girlfriend of the podcast as a whole not just me or you
2: correct the podcast as a whole and then when we are not recording she can do whatever she wants she can go back to being your girlfriend or be single you know we don't we don't give her rules when she's off the clock yeah we don't own anybody exactly yeah um but yeah, it's it, very excited to have you, Nicole. I know what the listeners are thinking. They're thinking, you know what? You guys are already out of gas. You're you're resorting to to one of the co-host's girlfriends. <laughs> People that no, live in the no, house. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not it. We she, we were we've been very excited to have her on since the beginning. So we uh we just had to get her on now. And I guess uh, Nicole, I, we will start by asking, uh, what's your what's your gossip girl journey? I, I I don't believe you're a lifelong fan, but um, you, you, you know, you you give us your spiel.
0: Uh. I am a fan of Gossip Girl for about 12 episodes. Um, oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> wow. Um, wow, thank God we I had you on now. I have seen spoilers. <laughs> 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 I've seen spoilers on the internet. Those will not be revealed. Um I've told people they say it's nothing too major. So I really am in this blind. I'm going episode by episode with these two. And yeah, so it's been just, quite the ride uh, so far.
2: You just basically started when Brendan started and you have been keeping up with the with the show as the podcast episodes are released. So how how have you been enjoying the podcast? Pretend pretend like we're not here. You can speak candidly.
0: <laughs> it's been great. Hey, have you listened? Um <laughs> to one side. <laughs> I think I listened to the first episode.
1: And Nicole's famous for not listening to any of my podcasts because she hears one side of all of them because she's always in the same room as me when I'm recording. So she feels like, oh, I've heard enough. I don't, I don't want to hear the other. <laughs> I, do two really or one
0: hear, third. I do really want to hear. I do really want to hear. Well, side, if you so.
2: want, I so send. You really should start listening. I send Brendan my audio every week. So if you just want to listen to my side of things, you could just. You could separately? probably just listen to that.
0: That's not a bad idea. I can just fill in from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, because you remember
2: what Brendan said, sitting probably. On the couch. And then you could just yeah. hear what I said, and it'll be fine.
1: I'm right. just going to hear her, like, listening to a podcast, but she's going to be saying everything I said verbatim, like, out loud to herself so she can reenact the whole <laughs> conversation.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah, and just pretending That's she's exactly having a right. conversation with me.
1: She's going to be wearing all my clothes, too. <laughs> and that cologne. So,
0: yep. So, <laughs> so, Nicole, I know you wear a newer...
2: Gossip Girl fan, but do you have any favorite character characters, least favorite character characters?
0: Alright, this is really tough. I was thinking about it the entire time I watched this episode. Wow, I have such ups and downs with every character in the show. Um, like I started this episode being like, oh good, a, a Chuck episode. We haven't seen Chuck uh, the, in a The while. whole
1: household's a Chuckster <laughs> Oh my god, it is the House we, of Bass over there.
0: Chuck here. <laughs> <laughs> um... But then I was watching and I'm like, ugh, I hate Nate. I just don't like him. He annoys me. And then later on, later on, I'm like, oh, Nate's not so bad. And Chuck sucks. (laughs) So I go through my phases. But I think I still, if it was like Nate versus Chuck, Chuck wins.
2: Now, Uh, I asked you who your favorite character is, and you decided to make this a binary question between chuck and nate i don't know why you decided to go that (laughs) way. of all
0: the characters uh dan humphrey i guess is my favorite i love it
2: i dan was i believe definitely my favorite character at this point in season one i came out of the gate strong as a dan humphrey stand. so i i can definitely see where you're coming from right here
1: and I, i yeah that's what i what i've been getting too from especially from you and from Kirsten, the only other guests we've had on so far so like i've only really had takes about this show from the two of you um, I've kept my distance from, like, internet spoilers and stuff like that, but the both of you kind of made it seem like the, the team to root for here is, like, Serena and Dan in the early going.
2: Yeah, that, that's how, that's how I watched it. Um, uh, Nicole, do you have a, a least favorite?
0: Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, do I have a least favorite? I feel like I don't even know, and I feel bad that this would be my favorite, but they're the least, um, exciting so far in the series would be Serena's brother that I don't even know. Is his oh. name Eric? Oh Eric's
1: yeah. such a sweetheart.
0: <laughs> I think he's great and he's really nice, but he there's not a lot of light shine on him, so, so far he, I, he's I guess really so. he's really been
1: he, he doesn't have enough screen time, yeah, we want more.
2: He's really been the only okay. pure member of of the of the character so far. He really hasn't had a bad moment yet.
0: Right. And I know like you said a lot of people are against Jenny and I just feel like mm. when I see her, like her singing at wow. the beginning of the Christmas episode, so I watched two episodes tonight. Her singing at the beginning of the Christmas episode, I was like, oh. Like, well,
1: yeah. I also talked about how much I hate. See, we, 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 you can see why we get along so well, because I hated that scene so much, you and guys, I hate when she sings Sounds in the like show. you guys
2: just hate acapella, and I should remind you guys that I, of course, was in the Earth Tones, my acapella group in, in really? State University of New York you... at Albany. So You, you don't, don't
1: say. You don't say. It's pretty
2: disappointing to really hear that. that.
1: Oh, he talks about it every episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's come to New Falls to do an acapella show before. We have, yes. Yeah,
2: yeah that was fun. When you listen to my audio, you will uh, get the inside joke, Nicole. Oh, yeah, that's right. She doesn't know. She's
1: not a fan of the show. I forgot.
2: <laughs> Girlfriend of the
0: pod, not necessarily
2: a fan of the pod as we are.
1: No, she, she's heard enough of one side that she knows she does not want to hear the rest of it, I guess, is her thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got to just get better. I just got to get better at yeah. it. And I,
1: guess I have two podcasts, and she listens to a quarter of them. Yeah,
2: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess <laughs> while we're here, we should discuss... Well, goes without saying that this is obviously the hottest cast of any show that's ever existed. Who do you oh. think is the hottest cast member so far, Nicole?
0: Oh, this is really hard, because um, Blair is so beautiful, mm-hmm. but Serena is, like, Blake Lively. like yeah. I, You know, like, she's just... She, I've loved her since uh, Sister of the Traveling Pants. So, wow. Um, but boy-wise, I'm just really rooting for Chuck to get better hair. Oh my god, we think, d- do
1: you know? Do you know about how much better he gets? Yeah, through,
0: yeah I've seen. I've, there, I've I haven't seen.
1: seen a picture of him later on, but I've I've heard. Season
0: one
2: consists. Uh, there's a large portion of season one that is just waiting for Chuck's hair to get better. And uh, <laughs> will it get better by the it end of during season? season one? I, I don't know. Let's find out. I, I from my memory, right. I don't think he figures this out it out till season two not to spoil anyone out there but um oh boy yeah we'll see if he can figure that out, out for the end of the season because right now we're still looking at a at a crazy mop head on this guy
3: yeah yeah tough. i
0: mean him and nate i mean the two of it's it's like how every show goes where everyone doesn't really look great at the beginning and then like the money starts coming in and they can look a little bit better but mm-hmm. and serena a and blair budget are budget beautiful her her yeah but you'll you'll
2: see this and with uh dan too it feels like dan and chuck are both uh their hotnesses Largely dependent on on what they can do with their hair, and we'll we'll see. It like pilot, Dan in the pilot episode was like, Ugh, "Who's this guy?" But once yeah. Uh, yeah. once he started getting better haircuts, then you start seeing uh, what this guy's all about.
0: It's actually funny. Speaking of Dan, just sidetracking for five seconds, I just realized maybe last week that he was the main character in you, a show that I haven't fully watched, but. Oh, i've heard god. enough about it come on i didn't know yeah
2: well you both have to watch it because i i finished season three last week and it was it was a roller coaster i love that i love that show so much it's so ridiculous
1: yeah we're gonna we're gonna get on it soon for sure Since yeah. where Penn Badgley stands now. that's right
2: and then you gotta watch easy a
0: seen it
1: of course the movie
2: yeah he's in easy a i
1: actually haven't seen that oh
2: my god he plays woodchuck todd
1: I don't know how I have not said love... Easy
2: A is famously my 10th favorite movie of all time. (laughs)
1: Wow.
2: As as updated, because I update my movie rankings every August, and it it moved up into the top 10.
0: Wow, I love that. Why every August? Just recently. It gets better
2: every time I watch it.
0: It's so good.
2: Okay. Well, because I I figured I would have most of my free time in the summer, so any list uh, revising I should do in the summer when I have more time, and July, Mm -hmm. I revise my my top 100 song ranking. So I save August for the top uh, 100 right. movie rankings. And then at the end of the year in December, I'll revise my all-time television show rankings.
1: Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Love that.
2: All right. but now...
1: I like how you're very dedicated to this work that you do. For, for no nobody. one, for
2: no one really, for mostly myself. <laughs> and then sometimes it'll come up in conversation with someone else. And I'll be like, oh, you want to see it? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And then we'll have a nice conversation about <laughs> like, it. Okay, okay, I
1: guess since you're forcing me.
2: Well, I was on a, a community podcast last night that I will plug at the end of the show again. And but mm-hmm. my community episode ranking came up, and so we got to discuss that for a little while. So it actually came in handy.
1: Well, this is this is why you put in the the hard work. Yeah, on
2: the off chance that's I'm right. on a podcast about something, and it and it comes up. That's right. All right, that's it. So without further ado, let's get let's get into the episode. Uh, like I said, it's let's called School it. Lies, and the little summary is Serena, Blair, Nate, Chuck, and their entourage break into school school swimming pool for a night of fun but when a member of their group nearly drowns the school threatens to expel the person responsible for the break-in everyone agrees to keep a secret pact and say nothing but it ultimately creates major tension between serena and dan who isn't sure he's ready to take the fall for someone else and risk his future vanessa is working on a documentary project about private schools and accidentally captures Blair blair and chuck discussing their affair lily contemplates telling rufus how she really feels about him and that is our episode
1: episode
2: you may have noticed that uh someone that nicole isn't too fond of jenny was absent from this episode did you miss her she mm.
1: was absent
0: me
2: hey either of you i guess <laughs> not not, <laughs> yeah, not really uh,
0: she was in it a little bit no nope, no she I'm wasn't of the Christmas episode. i mean she wasn't unless, unless you
2: watch the deleted scenes because fun fact she was actually oh. in this episode but both of her scenes were deleted due to time
1: constraints all right well at least she got paid for it <laughs> Yeah, exactly probably you think she was i uh,
0: honestly think that it wouldn't have been surprising if she was the one who ended up smacking their head into a pole and falling into the pool. Oh, that oh been, yeah. That would have been, been a good twist. Nicole,
2: Nicole rooting for Jenny to hit her head on poles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least her a character wants yeah. to die.
0: No, I just feel like she's just slowly losing who she really is or becoming uh-huh. somebody that.
2: Yeah, but I love really I love watching that journey. I like that, to, yeah, though. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah I, I, want, I
1: want more of that. I that love happened. watching her. That's ascent. why I
0: think it would have been a, a good twist for her to be the one falling into the pool.
1: Right. Um, I also like when watching this the beginning of this episode I, I saw the fun pool party scene I thought the whole episode was just gonna be like a fun party episode and then it immediately took a turn and someone almost died in the pool like oh okay this is not gonna be just a fun party of, for 40 minutes and that
2: would have been fun if it was just a kind of like a bottle episode yeah. of them just hanging out in the pool yeah. but what we did get was also pretty fun too I love a good gossip girl mystery.
1: It was, it was like, a, like a teen Scooby-Doo.
2: Now, mm. this episode was called School Lies, and I will ask Brendan first, because I've been keeping track of his answers. Do you know what the title is referring to?
1: Mm, I'm not even going to try and think about it. I have no idea. I'm, I'm on a bad streak right oh, now.
2: I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, you've gotten at least the last two wrong, maybe even last three, Oof. but um, uh, Nicole, before I answer, do you happen to know?
0: Um, is it usually based off of like things in... Like, what is it usually based off of?
1: Things in Nothing in particular, just, like, all media. Yeah, things in pop
2: culture, like, or like a classic movie or TV show, or not even a classic, like a movie, TV show, book, play, something of that nature.
0: My brain says, like, true lies. I feel like that's something, but I don't know what it is, so I'm probably wrong.
2: Great guess, but according to my sources, it is referring the 1992 <laughs> film School Ties, a, oh. a sports oh, drama f- film featuring Brendan
1: Fraser. Oh, we love him. Oh, we love Fraser. Of course. Cheers my namesake.
2: Of course. Did you uh, see the movie he was just in on HBO Max? No Sudden Move?
1: No. Was... No, but Nicole's a, a big fan of him. I'd...
2: Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. He was in uh, Looney Tunes Back in
0: Action back in the day.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that course. movie. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good George of the Jungle, too? Oh, yeah. yeah
0: that's, that's right. That's right. All time. Um, yeah. The mummy.
1: The mummy. The daddy. <laughs> A sequel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, original air date of this episode was of course January second, two thousand eight. The first episode of two thousand eight of the Gossip Girl era. uh We of course remember what we were doing back then, day after New Year's in in eighth grade. Did did you have any big oh, plans yeah. then, Brendan?
1: Big big hangover that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know me.
2: Well, Nicole was in ninth grade, I think, so she probably could have been uh out partying as a high school.
0: Definitely, definitely not partying. But I'm trying to remember, like. I spent the one year at the movie theater, and I'm trying to remember what year it you was. you spent the whole
2: year at the movie theater. Oh, yes. <laughs> so,
0: well, <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it was yeah, 2007
2: because you know. that would have been big if they, they the... finally let me out on January 2nd, 2008. <laughs> so that's what I was doing
0: that day.
1: I was living on popcorn for an <laughs> entire year. Well,
0: yeah, you know, there's you know what
2: <laughs> there's worse ways to live. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 get into this episode. Uh, we start. The opening scene is... We see little shadows on a pool. They're like... Very sneaky, telling people, Oh, let's go, come on. We see a key fall to the ground, very mysterious right away, and uh, we're going to start off with the fun that you guys were talking about, the the big pool scene, all the high schoolers are, oh, yeah. are dancing and drinking and, and doing drugs in a pool Martini at glasses. night. Um, first,
1: so I didn't see the drugs later, they talked about drugs, what what drugs were they doing? There are see? drugs
2: in the beginning, someone is like licking a little baggy of something, so could be anything, or okay. at least I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but I did notice the drugs. Um, how do you guys feel about pool parties?
0: Love a good pool party.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like pool parties quite a bit, but I feel like I usually never end up going in the pool because I don't feel like getting wet.
0: Okay. Brennan's like the worst at pools. Like, we have one in our yard, and he'll go in to his waist, and he'll say that he's too cold, and then he'll go out and <laughs> leave me outside by myself to sunbathe. Oh, very yeah. fun. And
1: then I get bored, too. Like I think if there's no, like, drinking involved, I get kind of bored. So that's why pool parties can be fun if there's drinking, because then there's an activity to do. Um, I get bored if there's no like sports happening mm-hmm. and you're just like, I don't want to just sit and stand or like, like tanning outside the pool is boring. Cause there's no, like, I like going to the beach only for playing frisbee or wiffle ball. But if we're going to just sit there and read a book and tan, like I'm very bored. I'm not going to go get wet and get sandy if I'm not going to be like, doing some sort of activity.
2: Yeah. I, I have nothing against getting wet. I hate the beach, but I do love a good pool party. And even if there's no sports, I feel like if there's yeah. some good music and good people you know, going around, right. it's going to be a good time, especially if there's uh, drinking and drugs happening. Then it's, oh, it's a great time. <laughs> and I mean, this this, oh. this particular pool party, just kind of like sneaking into the school on a, on a Saturday right. like the night low lights, too. with the nice pool that's there. I mean, that really seems like a, like a fun time. They, they mentioned that it's like yeah, two thirds of the junior class is there. So that, that seems like a right. really good time. Party of the century.
1: Yeah, that would have been like 400 kids at our school <laughs> at the pool. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we get the, the rare, like, event of the week. Like, the we get the rare party in, like, the first half of the episode this week.
1: I was thinking the same thing. That, yeah. That's all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were going with more. No, I had nothing else to say, but I was
1: just, like, I was so proud of myself for, like, starting to catch on to the formula of this show. And then they threw me for a loop with almost killing a guy in the beginning <laughs> and then no yeah. longer talking about the pool party after this.
2: Yeah. So, Nate, Nate and Blair are getting cozy in the pool. Blair has apparently been avoiding Nate, and he wants to know what's up. Uh, Nate. Love this move. He loves the creep up behind a girl and whisper into their ear from behind the move. He's done <laughs> yeah, this that multiple about? times. Like,
0: this is his...
1: Yeah, Chaka's back on <laughs> this his creep. Is his go, this dude. Would this
2: work on you, Nicole?
0: If somebody... Walked up to me and whispered something in my ear at the pool. Yeah, either at the pool or at a
2: masked ball or something. I feel like
0: Uh, nine times out of ten,
2: someone is going to get very scared at this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be honest, it has worked on her. That's how we met.
2: Wow. (laughs) You know, I've never asked the how we met
1: story. So this is. Pool party in 2009. You just got out of the movie theater (laughs) and you
0: came to my pool. (laughs) I snuck up behind you.
2: Yeah.
0: It's the truth. That's canon, as they say. Yeah. And that is,
2: who is, who's ever keeping track of the Lonely Boys wiki, that is now officially canon. Thank you very much. That's
1: how the girlfriend of the so, pod was created.
0: Nate,
2: Nate leans in for a kiss. Blair's head's at first, but she goes with it. And um, But then she abruptly swims away, says, good catching up. And Nate always seems like confused but amused at the same time. I don't know what the direction is for how he's supposed to look, but he always has this dumbfounded look that like he's obviously confused at what's going on, but also smiling
1: yeah <laughs> he has no idea what's going on but he's having a good time exactly
2: and that's why nate is the like the puppy dog of this show yeah um we have a great outfit alert chuck is in his lifeguard outfit while wearing sunglasses <laughs> inside this, this for me this is another contender for best outfit because I, I i just love the commitment chuck is like oh we're doing a pool party all right let me dress up like uh like a lifeguard and, and sit in the lifeguard stand all night
1: As as soon as i saw him in that outfit and then the the accident happens and the camera pans to him in the outfit. I was like, <laughs> I was thinking hes he was like, oh, shit, I put the wrong time to wear this. I was <laughs> thinking the same
2: <laughs> thing. They're, they're
1: all going to expect me to save this guy. Is anybody here
2: a CPR certified lifeguard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Blair wants him to, to cut it out. He says, he, says uh, he can't blackmail her forever, but Chuck is always the gentleman. He says he never would blackmail her forever, just until the sight of the two of them together stops making him sick. So it, <laughs> it seems... The implication here is that Blair and Nate are uh, on the fast track to getting back together.
1: That's what it seems like, but she's she's not uh responding that way the rest of the episode.
2: Yeah, and Nicole, you discussed this a little at the top of the episode, but um are you more team Nate or team Chuck at this point? Oh
0: god, it is so hard. It... <laughs> I think I would be swooned by Chuck. It's disgusting,
2: but I would <laughs> and be. And we appreciate yeah. your is we that really horrible? appreciate your honesty. No, 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 no. I completely understand where you're coming from here. I would I would also I would also probably say Chuck even though he is a distic- despicable human being. Yeah. So,
0: Yeah, Nate's too whiny. He really
2: is. He's got his like sad boy <laughs> moments where he just like pouts in a corner.
0: Yeah. just yeah. um, not for he's just so it. He's so stupid. <laughs> and I feel like Blair really actually likes Chuck. Like yes. I feel like she's used to Nate so she's like, "Okay, this is fine," mm-hmm. but I feel like she was more excited when she was around Chuck and yeah. I don't know. She needs to just leave Nate.
1: He just can't stop being his conniving self, and he's he's shooting himself in the foot. He would probably have an easier time at this point if he just stopped being himself a little bit and stopped trying to plan his way back into her pants.
2: Yeah, because I know. think at this point, Blair's head is telling her Nate, but her heart's telling her Chuck, and she just has much better chemistry with Chuck to begin with. So,
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I knew it from like one of the earliest episodes. Chuck goes into her bedroom, and he goes, ah, oh, so this is where you sleep yes, or something like yes, that. Yes, was in the yeah. third And episode. I was like... I was like, these two are gonna like, like oh, be in up. love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, is she gonna cheat on Nate right now with this guy? Yeah. No. Yeah, it took a, was little a little while. Too early. But,
2: um, <laughs> this is a, a great episode for for the horn dogs in the in the audience to see some some hotties in their swim attire. I know. I know. Brendan was probably <laughs> loving this.
1: I, yeah, I had a pillow over my pants when I was watching
0: this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Blair's swimsuit was very cute. <laughs> it was cute.
2: Yeah. It, I agree. But it's not a party until (laughs) Serena has arrived and she finally comes and uh, Chuck's, Chuck's still trying to flirt with Serena here. Uh, and it comes out that we still don't know if Lily has accepted the proposal yet, because Chuck is like, "If my dad and your mom come back from South Africa tomorrow engaged, we'll be brother and sister." And you know what they say: the family plays together, stays together. Which is a great pickup line for any for any step sibling occasion. Really,
1: <laughs> great pickup line for any sister or brother. Okay.
2: Now, uh, me and Brendan talked about this a little last week, but Nicole, did you think that Lily would accept the proposal from the last episode or not?
0: No. And Straight up, no. No, I didn't think so at all. Yeah, I guess you were I feel uh, like... technically
2: right at first, but by the end of this episode, we'll see that uh it seems as though she has accepted the proposal.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it was confusing because she lied about going on a trip with him last episode, and the episode starts, and then and they, they have had gone on, on the, the trip. So. A self
2: fulfilling prophecy. And
0: also, like, Chuck saying, like, when they come back, they might be engaged. I'm like, aren't they already? Like he asked on Christmas. Yeah, so the weird. Right,
1: so she had not answered him, and then went on the right. trip. Right. Yeah. Not so if you
2: look him. at the timeline of events, he asked her to marry him. He just doesn't answer, and instead says, "Let's go to South Africa and think about it." Yeah, and I <laughs> guess that was just okay.
0: Yeah, I literally paused the episode and said to Brendan, "Like, this is not. This is not like making had sense." To, to had to
2: pull out right the whiteboard and and figure out <laughs> yeah. the logistics of what was going on here.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Serena calls
2: incest the universal taboo and says it's the only one that Chuck hasn't violated yet. But um, Chuck is game if she is. So good, good for Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Not letting People think get in the way of potential romance. You know, that's, nothing's I mean, gonna stop
1: If he's got he, <laughs> to cross that off his list, that's a good way, a good loophole of like getting incest done.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't is he an only child?
1: I think so. Right.
0: So I mean, there's uh, yes. no other way
2: exactly yeah. no other way unfortunately for him he's gonna have to marry into another family i know it's really tough to achieve incest these days you <laughs> know even if you're rich you still have problems like that <laughs> <So>. <laughs> serena pretends like she's going in for the kiss but then she slaps the drink out of his hand but all i was thinking was like wh- that was so what good. a moment it would have been if serena actually did just start making out with chuck out of nowhere <laughs>
0: I would have been like so upset. I'd be like, "But Dan, <laughs> yeah, been like, what is?" Yeah,
1: happening? this would have been a very different, very different episode <laughs> yeah. if that happens Good for
2: Serena. She has been standing strong throughout this whole first half of the first season. Chuck is Chuck has made his plays on Serena, but Serena will not have it. Chuck- yeah, Serena does have a line, and Chuck is ac- ac- across that line. She will not go there.
1: Yeah, it, you know, we get a lot in this episode too about talking about Serena's past and how wild she was, um and it's just it's amazing that we've never seen that girl still. We've only seen like the very straight and narrow yes, version of this was, character and we get we get a, a lot of that this episode of like talking about her sophomore year yeah, especially
2: when uh yeah. when headmistress queller was reading off her rap sheet i was thinking man i wish we could have seen badass serena because she sounds yeah, like I, a I, really I wanna, I wanna good time that. like i i can't imagine yeah. like this just kind of like prim and proper and charming serena vanderwoodson like doing all that stuff but i'd love to say it
1: yeah because I, I like her because she's charming but she's one of the more boring overall characters because right. she doesn't do much you know
0: well like when the first when the season first started it was like Oh, wow. Like, yeah. drinking again? Oh, the of wild course girls you then. are. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, we, we got a glimpse of it at Thanksgiving, <laughs> where it was like, <laughs> she, right. a crazy she was drunk one Thanksgiving. Yeah, we, we love Thanksgiving. I yeah. love, I well, love her Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I didn't like the <laughs> yeah. episode, but I loved Serena and um, Thanksgiving. So
2: Dan and Vanessa are spending their Saturday night at the loft. Vanessa is filming some sort of documentary using Dan as her subject. And Dan flags it up. She picked a very boring subject if she's trying to win this grant. But of course, Vanessa thinks, actually, this is very interesting because she's just so in love with Dan. And I think she just wants an excuse to follow Dan around all day, as Blair will say later in the episode. But um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on now. They're doing that. Rufus is in the other room. He's finally depressed enough to start writing some songs again. And um, (laughs) that's when Serena's going to call and invite Dan to the school, says to bring his bathing suit, and quickly hangs up. Can't help but notice she didn't say, bring Vanessa. She just said, bring your bathing suit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't blame well, her.
2: Classic Vanessa is. Yeah, I can't you didn't say herself. that she was your least
1: favorite character. I,
0: I was actually just about to say I changed my mind. Vanessa's Thank my you. least that favorite. Is, that is
1: that is the correct answer. That's what we were trying. to I together. like
0: don't even think of her as a character because I just despise her so much. <laughs> I, like great, I love She it. was on the screen, <laughs> and I said to Brendan, "I'm like, she needs to go yes. away. Like she needs to get lost. She needs to go back to wherever she was in the first five episodes or four episodes wherever she decided to come yeah. into the season. I just don't like and her at all. In
2: in most worlds, she would be like the rootable underdog here. She's like the outsider. She's the the lifelong friend of Dan Humphrey. She should yeah. be, but it's just, does not work. Like something about her does not work. And it's mostly that she's just an annoying person that inserts, inserts herself everywhere she should not be.
1: Right. Yeah. And you think the person that they're trying to write out of Dan's life is just like, she's actually just the most charming person ever. And it's so sweet. And exactly. Vanessa, outside looking in, is just like not doing the job.
2: No. And and speaking of Serena's charm, I love her move of saying something like surprising and then just charmingly hanging up the phone right away. It seems to always work on Dan.
1: It's very cute. She's just like, "Oh, bring yeah. your bathing suit." Okay, bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're swimming, and you hung up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, Dan
2: alerts Rufus that he and Vanessa are going to go out, and I mean, this really does seem like a ton of fun. Great idea who, to whoever, great job to whoever had this idea, which we know, since we've seen the episode, is Serena, who had the key from from last year. So g- good on her for coming up with a great idea for a party. She she couldn't have known what was going to happen.
1: No. no. No, of course not.
2: Now, uh, Brendan, you recently brought up our our epic senior prank, where a bunch of people jumped into the pool i did that that pool was open also open on like friday nights for some like swim hangouts but we never really broke into the pool after hours to throw a party like this
1: no i think it was a missed opportunity and we should trying for our 10-year anniversary coming up soon we should just (laughs) have everyone do that soon
2: (laughs) take place (laughs) in the pool um (laughs) hell yeah nicole have you ever done anything like this did your school have a pool
0: no but people would tell the freshmen that it was on the third floor like, uh, oh, yeah, the, the classic third prank! Third yeah, we do.
2: I think that was yeah. that was the you classic prank. You actually had a pool though, too. so that doesn't yeah.
0: make sense.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> like,
1: oh, wasn't there a pool down the hall? No. Hey, well, there's that one. It's also the third floor pool.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no pool for us. <laughs>
2: um, so Vanessa kind of is like doing her best uh, Abed impression here, and is going to be filming a documentary. I, ju- I just watched mm-hmm. the uh, the Community episode where they they go to Garrett's wedding, and Abed is is. Also filming that one, I have to say, Abed is a much more compelling filmmaker than Vanessa is, in my humble opinion. <laughs>
1: did, did you see like the well, Nicole pointed this out too? The the zooms uh, in in is her it? documentary were terrible. Right, you could see like half his of face? his face.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, could she get any closer to him? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, I don't
2: like her. So, oh, thank, thank you for saying that. Well, uh, yeah. back to the pool party. Uh, Vanessa's film is quickly just turning into a bunch of half-naked people swimming and partying. I, I, was she really expecting to win a grant with this? Like, she's so lucky that something ended up happening because I don't know what her plan was here.
0: No, it's not good. She
1: got very lucky with the like, the the whole Blair and Chuck yeah, thing. This story you know, the story, just... like, she made a lot of money. She made <laughs> yeah. like probably a good $1,100, this, eleven hundred, eleven thousand dollars. The
2: story. F- f- I mean, she got her rent paid for a year.
1: Oh, it was for the year. I forgot yeah. it was for the whole yeah. 365. So, oh my god. Her,
2: yeah, her. She gets a story out of nowhere and then turns that into just, you know, ten thousand dollars from one party and a year of rent from the other. So, I mean, she really struck gold with this.
0: I think honestly, though, that was a really slick move of making Chuck give her ten. He gave her ten yeah. thousand right? dollars. Yeah. For in, ca- in cash, tape. like that. I would like be fleeing the state if that. was <laughs> well, the thing. I think she knows that it
1: doesn't matter much to him. too that's just like right. Forgot about that cash already.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Um,
2: and we were, we were discussing this, but I just feel like it's just so apparent here that Dan and Vanessa just don't have the same charm together that Dan and Serena do. So I don't know how anyone could ever be expected to root for Dan and Vanessa as like a couple or like even as a friendship, I don't even like them that much. So no, I, no. And I, I personally think that Dan and Serena are like two ca- characters who are capable of being unlikable. But I think when they're together, they do actually uh, bring out the best of each other.
1: Yeah, they do. I, they, I think it's, it could be boring having a couple of us together for too long on a TV show, but so far they're doing a good job of that.
2: Yeah. I agree. Uh but suddenly disaster strikes and we have one student drunkenly pushes another into a pole. He hits his head, falls into the pool, starts bleeding everywhere, and suddenly Vanessa's film just got a lot more interesting. So uh don't I don't and think no, she I planned did not it that laugh way. When I that <laughs> <happened>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes he did. Oh did I? <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow Maybe thank God we have Nicole to call I you out like- here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we both went like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> We've learned that like, if, so- if someone passes
2: out, Brendan is laughing at it.
0: <laughs> but um,
2: for a bunch of drunk teenagers, this actually does go like pretty well. Like, thank God! I really for thought
0: no one was going to call nine one one.
2: Yeah, because right. I guess this is why this probably isn't a good idea. But you know, I think we could have gotten away with it with something with nothing terrible happening if we did this with our mature, responsible group of friends. I don't think anything would have gone wrong.
1: Right. There's definitely a version of this episode where just like everybody flees the scene because they don't want to get caught.
2: Right, right, and so of that's course some people good, are fleeing. Yeah, I mean that's a good move in general. Um, of course, good <laughs> guy Nate jumps in to help. Um, I I would bet money like he might. Well, if he wasn't so rich, he would be the type of person that, of course, is a lifeguard over the summer. Um, I I would yeah. bet my life on it. He would probably have to cheat his way to get like CPR certified, but still, like I could just totally <laughs> right. see Nate as a lifeguard.
1: <laughs> yeah what would he be doing wrong in the cpr certifying class
2: i don't know breathing air into the
3: wrong
0: Making into out the
2: wrong hole
1: yeah <laughs> using too much tongue
0: <laughs> i um, just want to briefly note about the inconsistency that the guy got pushed into the pole and was bleeding so much into the pool but when nate drags him out he has not one scratch on his face
1: yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> what was that about um
1: it must have been a, a couple different takes they forgot that made, I him cannot, up, made him i cannot <laughs>
2: I don't have an answer for that, but yeah, that's exactly what happens. Uh S- Serena calls the police, sirens start wailing, Chuck finds the key and it looks like he's gonna take it with him. Um how would you guys handle the situation? Would you like would you stay like cool and calm or like uh no. I, I feel I feel like
1: uh crack so easily. Yeah, I
2: feel like once Nate got him out of the pool and Serena called the police, I'd be like, Okay, you've guys got this handle. I'm like running out of there and denying ever being there. <laughs> oh yeah. Even though I'm like, My probably fight or flight in is almost
0: always Yeah. Almost always,
2: flight. yeah. I I always think that flighting is is the, is the right <laughs> move. I, nothing good can come from it, staying it here.
1: As soon as I, I, I this has happened a lot when um, I was younger and would sleep over Sanchez's house a lot. As soon as someone would get hurt, I would sprint out of the room and, and lock myself in the bathroom just in case <laughs> it all came back to me. I remember yep. uh,
2: <laughs> one time we when we were at we were at Danny's house and everyone was just like chucking eggs over the fence and all of a sudden uh-huh. the police just kind of like waltzed into Danny's uh backyard i opened the fence and let the police in and then just ran out the other way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best move dan was so mad at me i just ran straight to sanchez's house and i was like mikey first cups the police they're everywhere there's eggs that's out. I, I can't stay there man i can't he's like "Hi, come in here come in here come in
1: here i mean dan had no way out of that because it was his right. house so I, I think you made the right decision yeah, and
2: everyone comes back and dan was just like man those really those really messed up that uh that, that You didn't stay, man. We had to go and we had to clean up all the eggs off the street. And I was like, all right, yeah, well, that sucks <laughs> for you guys.
3: All the eggs off the street.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: boy.
0: Like, why did it matter so much? <laughs> I do Because
2: police have nothing better to do than to bus kids throwing eggs into the middle of the street. Like, n- aiming yeah. nowhere, just throwing them into the middle of the street. <laughs> um. But yeah, unfortunately, some idiot is going to leave behind a cell phone with all the evidence of who was at the party. And I feel like everyone should have gotten together in their little club and just been like, all right, this is the guy we're blaming it on. This is the guy that everyone scapegoats because he's the idiot for leaving his phone at the party.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, that, that should it should have been it. That this is the, the got us into the situation. He's going to get us out.
2: Case closed. Yeah. You you have to be or sacrificed because you you're they the could moron. have
0: just blamed the guy that got smacked into the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, He probably true. doesn't <laughs> remember <laughs> what happened. <laughs> he's like did i invite all these people (laughs) see and this is
2: why you never pose for pictures because as long as your face isn't fully shown you can still just deny 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 that you were ever there
0: it's the truth yeah baby and luckily
2: the kid's okay but the investigation has begun as everyone is gathered and, and some important guy is yelling at them i don't know who this guy is but uh he he introduces the first appearance of our new headmistress of course we have headmistress queller here and she's going to be here i think for the remainder of their time at the high school so do you guys have any first impressions of uh, headmistress queller how did she f- handle her first investigation
0: i feel like she did okay i feel like she probably means more business than whoever the last headmaster was or headmistress or whatever you call them mm-hmm. yeah
1: definitely and before and you I ask feel me like, yes you? it bothered me that there was a woman leading the school <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I figured I didn't even have to ask you at this point. Uh, I feel like, because uh, based on, like, Blair's comments after this, it seems like things like this have happened in the past, and Blair usually just leads the team to victory where no one squeals on each other. So it seems like uh, Queller actually did a pretty good job of getting some of the people to turn on each other here.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, well, I think it also helped that she had Nate at her disposal. <laughs> yeah. Like, having this, this idiot just, like, I, I think... She would have had much of a case without him.
2: Yeah, she's a, she's definitely a stickler here. And not only is this the first appearance of Headmistress Queller, we have the first appearance of two other people. Uh they didn't have a line in this episode, so you guys don't know them yet, but this was the first appearance of Penelope and Hazel, who were both at the pool party. We saw them in the background of some shots, we saw them uh getting yelled at by Queller, and we saw them in the pictures. They are gonna be uh Okay two two of Blair's newer minions here, and I was I was very excited about it. Future minions, okay. Even though they didn't they didn't have any anything to say. So, Cot- Cotty and Isabel are going to get some company in the minion department soon.
0: Oh boy! I didn't even know those people had names, Cotty and Isabel. Oh yeah,
2: yeah I no, always forget. I, I them, think but...
1: they've had a they've had a couple of lines. Yes, so Cotty far, and maybe.
2: Isabel have gotten to speak so far. We're still waiting for Penelope and Hazel to to get that same uh, honor, but
1: and more more from Dorota. after yes, watching yes. Uh, the end of this uh, the Christmas episode with Nicole earlier today. You saw it? I did see yes. that scene we were talking about. Um, with Oh, yeah, okay. Very exciting. She got, she had a little bit of yeah. action there. Uh,
2: Queller's first move is to give everyone a 10,000 word paper explaining their behavior. So she's definitely going to be very popular right off the bat. Um, to me, it seems weird that cops aren't involved at all because, like, crimes were definitely committed, but uh, yeah. I guess the school and the kids' parents both didn't press charges, so now it's just, like, the school that gives a shit?
1: I guess that's the case with a, a private school like that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess
2: they're like, we'll, we'll handle this. Um, I get that this was really bad and they need to do something, but a 10,000-word paper seems very excessive. Like, that's, like, 40 pages.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was a tactic, like, almost like they weren't expecting them to partake in it. They were just expecting them to fess up or yeah. they were, like, waiting to see whose story didn't match up with the rest. That's true. You well, know, that's like, too
1: long of a story, you think. Like, they're not going to read through all 40 pages of each person's.
0: Right, so I think I it mean, was more of a tactic of that, just coming and Fest. That's okay. longer
2: than almost every paper I've ever had to write. And, like, I don't... Where would they even find time? Like, how is this even possible? Half the words are just going to yeah, be... I don't think Half the that. words are going to be, like, filler words, and then they're definitely going to be doing the 14-font-period trick.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. That, like, <laughs> I would, what I
1: would do with uh, my political science class uh, in 11th grade, I wrote one paper. It was supposed to be, like, a, a 10-page paper. I wrote three pages and handed that in and got an A. And then uh, for, like, the final, that was supposed to be, like, a 20-page paper, I copied the three pages from the first essay... <laughs> over and over again, and just stapled them all together, and I got an A on that too. Wow!
2: I was always just making the uh, the period font 14, and that would turn like a that would turn like a 12 and a half pa- page paper into 15 pages easily. So that'd be be really yes, good wild. for a few pages. Um,
0: I didn't even know about that trick.
2: Oh yeah. So N- Nicole, you're you're an educator. How would you handle this situation?
0: Oh my god, I have no idea. <laughs> I would. I have no. I have absolutely no idea what I would do in this situation. I think she handled it really well. Because I think... She was really trying to scare them into just telling her the truth so she didn't have to figure it out on yeah, her own. Yeah, and she
2: really cares about figuring figuring out who it is. Like even when Nate confesses, like that's not good enough for her. She needs to figure out who the real culprit is. She, right. she doesn't just want a name to turn in. She wants the right name. Like yeah. this is this has become, per- this has become personal for her for some reason. It's almost as if like yeah. her her late husband died hitting his head on a pole and now she doesn't want this to ever happen <laughs> to anyone again.
0: Hey, I thought this was a no spoiler podcast gig again. <laughs> this is this is canon. This
2: is what happened when we get when we get the prequel series about Headmistress Queller, we'll find out all about this.
0: <laughs> Can't wait!
2: So we find out she's going to be conducting one-on-one interviews, and this is where a lot of the excitement's going to come from. Uh, the stakes: the person who gets blamed will be expelled, and if no one is identified, then they all get expelled. And Serena flags this up as well. But I feel like this is not even remotely feasible to just expel two-thirds of this of the right. grade.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I was on their side, the kids' side. With that, I would like, be not
2: calling exactly that bluff that. immediately. I'm like, guys, stand together. We're they're not expelling all of us. It's just not going to happen.
1: Right. We pay, especially where we pay a lot of money to be here.
2: Yeah, but that's. Like, Queller knows that she just needs to find the one weak link, the one person who uh, cannot just buy themselves back into the school if they do get expelled. So after they meet, of course, of course, dummy Nate doesn't even know who broke in. He's like, well, who was it? And Chuck's like, well, I guess we don't need to worry about Nate spilling the beans. even though Ironically, Nate is going to be the one that like spills the beans incorrectly yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah chuck says they know <laughs> doesn't know
1: who it is immediately and then gets it wrong <laughs> yeah, later on
2: that's the nate story uh chuck says they know the drill no one says anything so like i said it seems like things like this has happened before and of course i'm rooting for the kids to to get one over on the administration here so oh, they, yeah this is gonna be a lot of fun um and i like it because gossip girl hasn't really done the mystery detective episode yet besides like chuck finding out that serena was at the Ostrov center back in episode three this is like the first like uh who done it we're getting
1: Right. Yeah. The, the, the whole episode is like mystery centric.
2: Yeah, and I really, I really like that. Um, they swear like a blood oath to not come clean. Uh, Dan tells Blair that the skull and bones routine might be a bit too much, but Blair very chillingly says, "Maybe, but it works every time." Now, this this is a leader. They, their academic lives are in the hands of Blair, and I trust her to completely to lead lead them out of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this again alludes to their their storied past as wild children throughout their high school careers.
0: And I just want to say, yeah, poor Dan is like sitting there like, Wait, this has happened before like yeah. like <laughs> when they said like, oh well, it happened it works every time and he's like, every time meaning like it's happened before, and it's like, yeah, buddy, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, come on man
2: <laughs> He he's been stuck at the loft with Vanessa filming documentaries while all this stuff is going on, and now now he finally gets to see it firsthand. <laughs> Serena tries to calm Dan down. She's going to use her logic. She like I said, she's like, "Come on, Dan, you really think two thirds of the junior class is going to get expelled?" I I love that two thirds of their class was apparently at this party.
1: Yeah, yeah. What a, what a, that's again like that would be a, a wild. Cool party. And I think we should do it.
2: Dan Dan seems skeptical because he's a giant loser. He's never faced anything like this before. But uh, Serena tells him to trust her. Obviously, she has dealt with stuff like this before. And she says, I got you into it. I'll get you out of it. Um, If you guys are Dan, would you guys be uh, freaking out like he is?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. And he explains later on, too, how his stakes are a little bit higher than theirs because he can't buy his way back into school.
2: As much as I wouldn't, I, I don't like the narc in this situation. I do think that everyone needs to stick together. Right. I I do get where Dan's coming here, coming from, you know? Yeah. Um.
0: I was always one that tried to be, like, such a good student that if, even if it meant, like, rat, like, not that I would rat people out because I never got myself into right. these situations, but I felt for him when he was, like, really unsure what to do. Like, he really likes Serena, obviously, so he doesn't want to mess anything up, but he also is like, I don't want people to think I'm bad. Like, he was there for five yeah, minutes, that's just such and then bad the kids went to the pool.
2: But, yeah. yeah, if it was, like, me, if this happened to us in, like, our high school, it's completely different, because it was a public school, we were not there on scholarship, so I would be thinking this is just a good time, and that uh, I'd just be sitting back and enjoying the ride. I'd be convinced that I was not going to get in trouble for this at all.
1: Yeah, and if you get suspended, then you have Hell yeah, yeah, baby.
2: Um, so we're going to get Blair's one-on-one interview first. And this is fine. She, she claims she's innocent except for a crime of passion. And I love her strategy of just babbling That's about her, like her love life to confuse Queller. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's a great actress. Yeah. And she of course is. denies any wrongdoing and any knowledge of wrongdoing. Like when, uh, when Queller is remarking over how good her, her resume is, she's like, yeah, I'm the perfect one.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I really, I was enjoying that scene a lot because she really did try so hard to just speak fast enough to be like, well, you know, I did this with this guy and then like had to pretend like I didn't do it with that guy when I was doing it with this guy. And like, oh, did I lose you? Do you want me to like slow down and like give you more information? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a good a good um, t- tactic on her. Yeah, part. a yeah, Blair,
2: Blair knows what she's doing. But uh, And Nate, at this time, is hard at work in the courtyard. Chuck's surprised he's working so hard on the paper, but Nate reveals he's actually sending Blair a heartfelt note, which I think is very stupid, but Blair, I feel like Blair would eat this up. So he knows what Blair likes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I laughed really hard. <laughs> it's when so it. dumb. He was like, I'm writing a love... Even when he gives it to her, I, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, love it's so note. so dumb. <laughs> I'm, like- I'm just
2: surprised that Nate knows how to write in complete sentences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a one big piece of paper I heart you <laughs> lo- it took him 25 minutes <laughs> to
2: write like, what? <laughs> uh, Ch- <laughs> Chuck is uh, subtly trying to convince him out of it uh, Nate reveals they kissed at the pool and all of a sudden Chuck is very interested in what's going on between them because uh, Nate's just fully back on the Blair train now he's he's simping for Blair hard for seemingly no reason but Ch- Chuck's not going to let that happen lying down
1: it's pretty funny how hard he's back onto Blair where he was so like not interested for the first half of the series to this point.
2: Yeah, and I still haven't really seen a reason for it. No, I
1: guess because he got fucked. Yeah, I guess, that's, it. That's, what, you guess know, he, that's what it was. That's it. He's, that's he's it. back. He's back on board. Dan Dan answers the call. And she was
0: probably a little more fun than he expected her to be because she had ah, the yes. experience with Chuck.
1: Yeah, that's
2: true. That's true. Um, Dan answers a call from his dad. Uh, Rufus seems a bit annoyed with what's happening. Dan's very quick to apologize, expresses regret, but Rufus basically tells him he has to be a narc. What, what's going on? What's going on with cool dad Rufus here telling his dad telling his son to snitch on everyone?
0: He's going through a lot right now. He's he dealing with his wife leaving him for that man. He's dealing with uh, his music career. His music career. Yeah. Well, he's dealing with like his depression because like he knows that Lily's out and about with Chuck's dad, who I don't remember his mm. name. And Bart. so Bart yeah. so it's like a lot, you know, he's dealing with a lot and he's like taking his anger out probably on <laughs> Serena. He probably knows it was Serena. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been in this situation before. You need to save yourself. <laughs> right. I think he just yeah, needs to make his <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah he does rufus is just annoyed at the world right now and he's like i cannot handle my son also getting expelled this is the last thing i need to deal with right now yeah <laughs> right so I, I get that he doesn't want to lose his scholarship or anything but snitches do in fact get stitches so i'd, I'd be worried about that um mm-hmm. dan, dan dan claims he doesn't know anything rufus tells him the other kids are gonna look out for themselves so he asked you too and that's when he just hangs up a lot of hanging up in this in the show they don't they never say goodbye they just hang up and no. as soon as he hangs up Enter Lily. She just found out. I love how Lily handles this whole thing. She at no point even, like, cares that Serena might get expelled, that the kids are all in trouble. She comes in. She's like, I just found out that all of her kids are in trouble for some reason. (laughs)
1: like, Like they said before, this has happened many times exactly. and they all, Lily's such all know veteran. what's going on
2: yeah <laughs> she knows the deal yeah and rufus is like you came all the way to brooklyn just to talk about that so he's <laughs> he's not fooling around but lily just tells him that she plans on saying yes to the proposal rufus is clearly very salty because lily didn't get his voicemail until she was on the plane and she calls it very endearing which seems a little patronizing
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was nice honey
0: <laughs> yeah. i also look at the timeline I, did they leave on christmas morning
1: i guess so i don't know
0: and he's like, and I mean, you I can turn I, I, the tr- the plane around, right? Yeah, so, I guess he's got
2: a. I guess he's got a private jet, presumably, so they can leave whenever they want. That's but, true. And I love the very dismissive. Um, you miss me? That's great. I miss you too. Which I guess goes to Brendan's point that's last fair. week about how Rufus still didn't really say enough, even in the voicemail.
1: Right. yeah, I think that's what she's trying to say: is like you didn't say much more, and then he seizes the <laughs> opportunity to fix that and goes with the straight up "I love you." So I think that's what he needed to say the first time.
2: Yeah. Exactly, and I guess at this point, it's a good time to ask uh, Nicole: Are you are you rooting for these two?
0: I really am, and it's really weird because like, I'm rooting for them, and I'm rooting for Serena and Dan as well. So I almost feel like I'm on Serena's side with the whole thing about her dating. Um, uh,
2: and we'll we'll get in we'll get into all of that. That's a, okay. So I'll hold my thoughts on that, that for a, now. But I am
0: definitely rooting for them i it's very confusing which i guess is why the parents are so i'm rooting
2: i'm rooting for it all i'm rooting for rufus and lily to get together i'm rooting for dan and serena to get together hell i'm rooting for jenny and eric to get together (laughs) (laughs) vanderwood seems to be dating the whole humphrey i want it all i want them all to just be dating each other
0: yeah
1: why not
2: like a modern version of the brady bunch that's what happened in the brady bunch right
0: uh, I think yeah. all the
1: siblings dated each other. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's what happened. <laughs> at um, least the two eldest did. So you know,
1: they're in those little boxes. Little kids are kissing across the boxes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: L- Lily, uh, Lily's going to give us a recap of like what R- Rufus has been doing the first eleven episodes in case we forgot. And it, at this point, it definitely looks like we're going to get a uh, sad sack Rufus for a little while, especially how the end of the episode goes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad sack Rufus. Uh, like
0: the
2: that. worst kind of Rufus, but. Yeah. Dana Vanessa in the elevator, and of of course, since Vanessa had her camera on her, like she is going to have some incriminating evidence on it. Otherwise, why introduce the camera in the first place? This is obviously a uh, plot point to to advance the plot here. Uh, apparently, she has mm-hmm. a perfect shot of Chuck taking the key that she is just noticing now in the elevator. So, uh, they're, well, they're editing the elevator. <laughs> they're gonna figure out what to do with that. I love that this class is also using the paper punishment as another excuse to party.
1: <laughs> yeah, right he, Dan gets there he's like I thought we were writing papers
0: we are <laughs>
2: like we are we, we, we're gonna figure it out but we also are gonna drink we're gonna it. drink Have a good time. this reminds me of our uh, physics lab parties that we did at the end of every quarter
1: yes those were great <laughs> for, I think <laughs> uh, Ganesh go to those too <laughs> yes of course he
2: did yeah. we wouldn't do lab any physics labs throughout the quarter because the rule was they just had to be handed in by the end of the quarter so the last week of school we'd all just stay after throw a party do all the labs, order a pizza, have fun, and then as soon as our physics teacher left the room, we would find the drawer that had all the previous years of <laughs> yeah. physics oh. labs in them and, and just copy them all. And like it, they're, it, they're all just in an unlocked drawer, all the labs from previous years. That's
0: like, insane. I found one with that's an A insane. on it. I found one
3: with an A on it. Let's copy from this
2: one. <laughs> oh, my
0: and God.
1: And Mr. Smith, a uh, friend of the podcast who follows us on Instagram, Um <laughs> loves he loved those those he lab parties he didn't even he didn't parties. <laughs> care every that time, we didn't do any work during yeah. the actual that was, class he was your teacher for that class yeah for that yes, class and so he, just, time. he just loved being able to hang out this more yeah. after school
2: because he'd stay for a little bit every time and he'd be like you know you guys are taking advantage like i say you don't need to hand them in until the rest of the quarter whether that's the day before or throughout the quarter that's fine i, I love that you guys are just getting together and making a party out of it <laughs> all right thanks, <laughs> thanks yeah. buddy
1: <laughs> Wait, any other teacher would be like can you just do the fucking work during class <laughs> <laughs>
2: we would do nothing during class uh but anyway enough about how awesome we were back in high school um, <laughs> vanessa is just sho- again showing up to this party she does not have to write the paper she's just here um and she is just straight up filming people without their consent i'm surprised that everyone isn't literally throwing her out she this isn't her place she was not invited she does not have to write the paper she is just here to be annoying
0: yeah i just don't understand why she's following him around everywhere. Like, I think they've made it be known a couple of times to her that, like, she's really not wanted around that <laughs> exactly. friend group. like
2: Right. So Blair why
3: especially. does she
0: still, like, she's so high up on her horse, she's just so, like, yeah, I'm gonna just go. These people, I don't care what they yeah. think.
2: She is convinced that she's care. better with, than everyone, and that she can just go wherever she wants. But Bla- Blair shares my concern that Vanessa's just filming this documentary to get close to Dan, and she's gonna tell Serena yeah. as
1: much. she's called her out last episode, she's called her out again today.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and... So Chuck not only uh, stole the key, but he has brought the key to this party and is also just holding on to it for some reason. I <laughs> don't know why. It's like
0: his possession. Like he's like yeah. ob- obsessed with it. It's his precious. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Dan confronts Chuck. Chuck. Chuck calls him Humphrey Dumpty. Is this your joke of the episode? Because this made me laugh. No. I when
1: think...
0: I when I heard that, I was like, he couldn't have done any better. Humphrey, you could have at least. I didn't think Humphrey, it. You don't like very Humphrey good. Dumpty? It doesn't. No. I think.
2: No, it doesn't. I think it's so stupid that it made me laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple jokes early on that like I thought were like a shoe in for a joke of the episode, and there was one banger at the end that just got me so hard I left very hard. Oh hell hard yeah! I
2: can't, I cannot wait yeah. for it. I hope it's, I hope we have matching jokes of the episode because I have a okay a line at the end that i really liked as well okay good um chuck's obviously not going to be scared of dan here and he demonstrates how class inequality works because he tells dan no matter who he's sleeping with they come from different worlds if he gets expelled his dad knows it's a wing in the best name and everything is fine and starts making fun of dan like what is your dad gonna do like you're the one that's fucked here not me so yeah don't <laughs> I, he's right you, you have nothing on me you, and he's completely right he's completely right but he really shouldn't be hammering this point home to dan because it would be so much easier if he did what blair is doing and say like we're all in this together yada 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 this is only going to convince dan to like flip on them and, and sell them down. Yeah, the river. He yeah,
1: he can't help himself, though, Chuck. Or
0: just, like, lie and say it was Chuck. Like, it was it's right. very easy <laughs> to just exactly. like, lie say and either. say it was Chuck. And
2: at this point, I I actually did do some do some research, because I was curious, uh, who is the richest Gossip Girl uh, character? Like, not the actors that play them, the fictional characters.
1: Yeah, right. it seems like I fa- Chuck.
2: I found an article that they did, like, research, and based on, like, what characters say in the show, some stuff from the books, and, like, this, the families that the characters were based on, they kind of... Uh, made an estimate of how much each family is worth. So I do either of you have a guess. So the five main families, the Vanderwoodsons, the Waldorf's, the Humphreys, the Basses, and the Archibald's. Do you guys have a guess of, of what, of what order they go from, from richest to poorest?
1: Hmm. Oh boy. I, I have a guess for the bottom two is going to be the Humphreys and then the Archibald's after everything that's been going on with the Archibald's. Okay. Um, then maybe uh, the Vanderwoodsens come third because I, I don't know what's going on with her dad. Um, I feel like Lily herself doesn't have that much money. Um, I mean, yeah. And then probably Waldorfson and then Bass.
0: Okay. See, I, I, I had the almost the same list, but I think Waldorfs are on top. Okay.
2: Okay, interesting. Bass would so be second. You're both wrong. Brendan is closer. <laughs> you're right that uh, it's... The hum- I- I'll go in order. Humphreys, number five. They are considered the poor people, but according to this article, they are still worth two to four million dollars. So, oh, wow. poor millionaire Ow. Dan Humphrey is yeah is poor guy. in Brooklyn. Uh, then we have in four. You're correct that it's the Archibalds, and they are apparently worth uh, between four hundred and five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Third is the Waldorfs, who are apparently worth between five hundred fifty and seven hundred million. And mm-hmm. then we're going to jump a little. Woodsons are two, and they're worth $1.5 to $2 and they are worth one5 to 2000000000 Apparently, oh, wow. uh, according to the books, at least, uh, Serena's dad is a billionaire surgeon. So that's where they're getting a lot of their money. Um, wow. And then number one is the Bass family, who, according to this, is worth at least $12 billion. Oh,
1: damn. So you Chuck, you can tell he's a, you, Chuck knows he's a fucking hotshot. Yeah. Chuck
2: is swimming in it. At In a yeah. certain episode, uh, I believe Gossip Girl says, uh, Bart Bass has more towers than Trump and more money than bloomberg
1: right wow
2: so that, that was a fun little aside Yeah, i'm glad yeah. you did that oh thank you thank you o- only oh, only was... uh only the best for our guest here they get little thank fun you, facts thank like you. this um so yeah, <laughs> so yeah
1: so i was gonna say before that i i do love when dan has to interact with the the rich kids essentially yes. it's, it's so funny when he because they don't they don't talk like yes almost ever like, he, he interacts with blair the most out of any one of those mm-hmm. kids but yeah. when he talks to like nate or chuck mostly yeah. is very very funny
2: a dan and chuck scene is fun a dan and blair so scene weird. is fun. we haven't really gotten dan and nate outside of the pilot i can't really think of anything besides when they talked for a little during the pilot but uh yeah it's always fun when dan has to talk to them and i, I love this episode because it reminds me of like it, like i love this kind of scheming where it's like an episode of like survivor or big brother or something where there's going to be like lies and betrayals and like scheming and like who's going to uh, turn yeah. on who so yeah. that's why I, yeah. And uh we and when I say we, I mean I may still might still might hate Chuck at this point, but I definitely appreciate how good he is at delivering these like evil monologues in this.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's just like I feel like a good actor for the yeah, time I- at least. And I think like he is just so like there's just so much about his character that I'm like I just really enjoy when he's in the episode. Like, we watched an yeah, episode recently, her. and I was like, I'm yeah. really sad that Chuck wasn't in this one. Yeah, I mean, you could
1: be a shitty character, like, a shitty person as that character, but also be super entertaining on screen.
0: I also do want to mention that I loved Dan's, I'm, I don't know if, Gagan you're going to say this, but Dan's line of, like, last I checked, I owed you a black eye. Uh, yeah. Make it today, blah, blah, blah. Whatever he said, I liked that line a lot. Yeah, somehow
1: it wasn't cheesy. It comes off as it could have been very cheesy if it was delivered by a bad actor. Like Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would lose him again.
0: Oh no! It's every time I talk to him.
1: He hates when you talk to him. Oh, he knew what to do. You back? Hey,
2: sorry. Yeah, I just realized that I was connected to the wrong Wi-Fi. That's why my internet was so bad. So now oh. we should. So oh. I connected Never to the right Wi-Fi, but in, in the transfer, I got lost again. But now we should be able to go on without a hitch. So sorry for making Perfect. editing okay. more annoying that's, probably that's, but that's fine yeah i heard nicole you said uh i don't know if you were going to say this but about dan i think
0: yeah when he says like um last i checked i was i owe you a black eye yes still. Yes.
1: yes we are just talking about Great. how we like how he had delivered the, the line that could have been bad if it was delivered by a bad actor yes yes, but yes he did yes. a good job
2: i agree i i enjoy listening um to chuck speak um So Chuck claims here that he only took the key from the party to hide it so they didn't all get blamed, including Dan. Uh, Do you guys believe Chuck at this point? Or did you guys, like, I guess let's, let's, (laughs) let me ask it this way. Did you guys have any theories throughout the episode? Are you guys like the type of people who like to try to solve the mysteries before the end of the episode?
0: Yeah, I had a feeling. Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? say I had a, I, part of me wanted to think it was Chuck, but a lot of me thought it was Serena. Just her facial expressions. I was like reading into them a little bit and I felt like. I feel like it was you, but why? Like that was, what about you? Yeah. yeah. What about you? I like Eve to Renden? try and
1: figure it out, but I usually end up being wrong. Mm-hmm. And this episode in particular, I was like, is there even a mystery? Cause Chuck was holding it at the beginning. Like, that was like <laughs> my thought process.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of person I really don't try to figure it out ever. I kind of just like to let the mystery come to me yeah, and I just so kind of like watch it play out. Yeah. I don't ever try to figure it out. If sometimes it's obvious, like obviously I will figure it out, but yeah. I, n- I never actively try to. So, um, we see that Blair has the key now, and she hides it in her drawer, and Nate Nate enters with his silly little love letter, and Blair just completely dismisses him, which which must hurt, but he has his patented look of confusion and amusement at the same time, but he, he sets the letter down, and he opens the drawer for some reason and finds the key, so apparently this key is the smoking gun, like, as soon as they the Queller finds out who has the key, she's going to connect all the dots, and she's going to figure it out, so Nate, now his wheels start turning, he has a plan for what he's going to do, to presumably win Blair back, I guess, by doing this.
0: Right. Yeah, and
1: as soon as he finds that key, I'm like, he's so stupid. <laughs>
2: he's, he's so good. Like, he doesn't even, like, confront Blair about it. He's just like, oh, Blair has the key. Blair must have been the one that I'll save her. Uh, did this, and <laughs> I will take it upon myself to save her. So um, Dan Dan is talking to Serene now. He tells her that Chuck is right. He also, this is very funny, he also shoes Vanessa right when she shows up with the camera. She's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like oh, <laughs> please. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Vanessa, not now. Like, sorry. <laughs> just like, <runs> <laughs> like, it's so annoying to have to deal with that. Are you kidding yeah, even me? Even
1: Dan's not amused. <laughs>
2: Um, and like I said, I, I see where Dan's coming from. He he is so much more on the line. He isn't privileged enough to call Queller's bluff like they all are. And it's lucky that Queller has someone like him in this situation where he might be able to turn. She's also lucky to have a dummy like Nate. That's going to pull what he pulls. Um, yep. I probably still wouldn't turn on all my friends, but I can, like I said, I see Dan's point of view. I obviously where everyone else is coming to, like, they just wanted to have a good time and everyone's okay now. So they should just stick together and fight this because like, who, who cares? <laughs> like, who cares if Queller never finds out who did it? Like. They, they, no right. one died. There's nothing really on the line except for someone's getting expelled. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and, and Dan realizes Serena knows something and isn't going to say anything, which will ignite their classic struggle struggle of being from two different worlds. The number one number one problem that these two seem to have.
1: Yeah, and it, luckily it, it hasn't uh, split them up so far, and they seem yeah. pretty strong by the end of this episode.
2: Are we team Dan or team De- Serena in this one?
1: I don't know. It's tough because you feel like he gets whiny about this whole, this whole issue between the two of them. But he has a point in this particular situation, so I don't know who I was voting for really.
0: yeah, it's a tough one. I feel like I'm team dan team Dan a lot um mm-hmm. not that there's ever a reason not to be team Serena so far like I think I don't know i feel I felt sorry for her because I knew like she said and I believed her at least that she wasn't expecting it to be like a big thing. She was just trying to like go into the pool, but also yeah. like aren't those days sort of behind her like shouldn't they be because she has not been, like, reckless yeah, or anything you can still like have
1: it. a little bit of fun. Sneaking yeah, into the pool is, like, she... a
0: little bit more than a little bit of fun.
2: Oh, well, all right, fun police Nicole over here. <laughs> I think she, she let she let Blair and Cotty and Isabel talk her into it. I don't think this was her plan, but they knew she had the key, and she was just like, all right. You know, you, you don't want to be your old self, but you also don't want to be the party pooper that says no to having yeah, a fun yeah. night in the pool. Right. Although they are rich. I don't know why Chuck could probably just throw a party at any notice. They don't have to resort to going in the pool. But...
1: but part of the fun's being bad.
2: Exactly. Yes. So um, Blair comes downstairs and Chuck confronts her, tells her to drop Nate once and for all or else. Blair fights back here and says she will tell Nate that Chuck's just lying. But Chuck says he is proof and conveniently looks over to Vanessa and her camera, who just happened to be there filming. Oh like, how did Blair God. not notice she was right there? Because <laughs> <And> she's they...
1: <laughs> a terrible camera person, too. She's always so close. So and it is, had to have noticed.
2: it is funny that Chuck just thinks Vanessa's going to hand over the tape because he's like because now i have proof thank you docu girl you can hand over the tape <laughs> yeah. now as if they were like you working on it over. together
1: yeah right yeah <laughs> it did seem
0: like but. the way he worded it i thought that she was like in cahoots with him yeah. for it
1: that'd but. be a good twist if like at yeah. you see this episode is, is like showing her video and it says directed by chuck bass <laughs> <laughs>
2: now um vanessa is still the worst here because she she's just kind of like using their personal lives as her class project right now like she is it's weird like, the personal embodiment of like tmz right now and is using it as a class project for some reason um, yeah and chuck chuck tries to get the tape from her but dan steps up and tells this is when he tells chuck he still owes him the other black eye and i'm like oh okay dan
3: no dan <laughs> okay
1: all right okay dan. He, he did like he physically like assaulted vanessa in that scene too yeah Yeah. he knows he how to
2: shut uh, Chuck up because Chuck knows that he is not afraid to give him a black eye. So he does kind of yeah. have to back off unless he wants to get punched again. Yeah. Right. Um, and now Rufus shows up to Lily's place. He isn't here to play around. He finally says that he's still in love with her. Uh, he's making his pitch. Lily looks like she's interested and they and they share a kiss, which I think is their first one since Eleanor's party. But yeah. then he leaves before she can say anything.
0: Kind of like hanging up, but in person.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a big <laughs> Rufus move, just the, the hanging up.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um now we have Nate's one-on-one interview and this is where good guy Nate's going to take the fall. Queller is good like you guys said. She's good at what she does cuz it doesn't seem like she's buying it. She tells Nate that his <laughs> she tells Nate that his grades are mediocre at best and it's like mm-hmm. um can can you just get to the punishment part instead of like shitting my intelligence right now. Like, right, why yeah, do we have to do this, this part.
1: part? Moving on. <laughs>
2: She's like, basically, Nate, you're not smart enough to pull this off. Your grades suck. Right. You're an idiot and stop wasting my time.
1: <laughs>
3: yep.
0: And, at this and point, further it, it proving that you're an really... idiot, what color was yeah. the keychain? Yeah, exactly. What was this? What was that? And he's like, oh,
2: I didn't think like, about oh, it. What's a keychain? I feel like he could have come up with something, but he's just oh, not good on oh, the spot. And I don't know. Like, Quiller is so obsessed with finding the real culprit. I feel like at this point, if Nate's willing to admit to it, then that should be kind of good enough for her that she has a name. But it is not. She she no. she wants to find out who really did this.
1: She's trying to make her mark as new headmistress. She's not. Who are you?
0: Miss- who are you trying to inte- protect?
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 you like that? Um,
2: no, I didn't like it, but I did. I had to <laughs> <it up. laughs> um, shameless Vanessa is still showing up to tape Blair, like on the steps, like.
0: I, what is wrong with her? I just don't understand. She's just like, what is she trying to do now? And then she says the thing about the yogurt on the steps, which happened in, I think, the first episode. I'm like, how do you even know about this? the yogurt <laughs> on the I steps? I stopped that, too. I was like, what? I don't know. Unless she's like a big fan of reading about Gossip Girl, like reading it could be. the Gossip could Girl be website. Reader, yeah. But um, why? She doesn't even know these people. Oh,
1: yeah, that could be. Yeah, because that, everyone that's involved in the school or has been at some point mm-hmm. knows everything that the gospel girls talks about. Yeah.
2: yeah. She tells Blair she's not giving her the tape no matter how much she grovels. And Blair's like, huh, no, 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 I don't gravel. You clearly don't know who you're dealing with. Like what Vanessa really doesn't know what she's getting herself into. She's going to it's going to yeah. turn out good for her because uh, because of what happens. But this could have gone very poorly. And uh, TMZ Vanessa doesn't doesn't uh-huh. care who she hurts as long as she gets her grant. And that's when Chuck is going to show up to give her 10k for the tape. Like uh, Chuck knows what Vanessa needs. He's very, she's like, oh, you really think I'll accept your money? And he's like, actually, yeah, I do. And here's why. And so Vanessa hands over the tape for the money for Chuck. This is chump change for Chuck. So it's like, who cares? He just needs the tape. But when did Vanessa have time to to switch that tape out for a blank one? Or was it just like always a blank one in there?
0: I'm thinking it was just a blank one in there, but he didn't realize that. Like, I'm yeah. thinking she probably changed it out each day or something like right, that. I, th-
1: I think that might have been the start of the shooting day or something like that. Yeah. So Vanessa
0: basically gets
2: lucky again with this.
0: Yeah. I hate her.
2: <laughs> me-, me too. But she does get a nice payday of $10,000 here for literally nothing. So good for her. Um, yeah. Bart and Lily are at lunch, it appears. Bart has to leave, like, mid-meal to answer an important business call, which he answers in the middle of the restaurant, just, like, on the other side of it.
0: And, and he's standing, like, just <laughs> yeah, standing, standing in between tables. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Excuse
2: yeah. me. <laughs> Excuse me. I can't answer this at the table. I have to stand between two other tables. So
1: and, he, and he's pacing back and forth,
0: too. Yeah. He says such, like, a like a weird line, too, like, oh, these numbers don't push themselves <laughs> yeah. or something like that. <laughs> just,
2: like, like general like... business talk. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know business. <laughs>
2: You know these numbers. They are always doing, they're always being crunched. (laughs) Lily's already seeming like she's second guessing this, and she cannot waste one second. She calls Rufus while Bart is still in the restaurant. (laughs)
1: She's so horned up for him.
0: I do like though that she's <laughs> looking around at all the people, and she's like, "My life is going to be miserable if I marry this yeah. man." Yeah, right. She's
1: she's like, I like, no, get, no wonder she can't.
2: <laughs> no wonder she can't wait one more second. She tells Rufus, "Let's do this." R- Rufus responds with the classic, "Who is this?" But he he doesn't deliver it nearly as well as Jerry Seinfeld does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, not even close.
2: <laughs> Uncle Leo.
1: If, but if it was Rufus, cute. He, he was in good spirits.
2: Yeah, if Rufus said Uncle Leo, I think that would have been joke about. That would have been good. <laughs> we, we canonized he's an that, Rufus, that Rufus is a uh, Seinfeld fan. <laughs> also, Rufus is always like shuffling papers around when someone calls him, and I don't understand why.
0: Yeah, like what is he doing? What is he's, he like, doing? Looking yeah. At music? Is he looking I guess. at the sheets of music? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, weird, all episode, though. he's
2: just like shuffling around like albums, papers, and just like doing nothing.
0: Yeah. That's what his day consists Just trying to look,
1: look busy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In case Vanessa's video- videotaping yeah.
2: <laughs> him. So, so Rufus is like, let's let's just pack a bag and leave tonight. You know? Like, remember when my wife randomly left the family with no warning and had that destroyed everyone? Like, hopefully me doing the same thing, like, just for tonight. Like, it, it, the kids won't worry at all. They'll be fine by themselves. They, they don't have abandonment <laughs> issues, probably. I can just run away and, right now.
0: And also, like, their mom just left last week. Let's run away. Yeah, like, exactly. I How mean, long are they planning that... on going for? R- right.
1: uh... I feel like Rufus would have told his kids, but Lily was obviously, like, as we see later on, was not planning on telling anybody.
2: Yeah, she was going to a spa retreat. Yeah. I I love that Lily's plan, like, she brazenly just, like, left Bart for another man while she was out to eat with him. Yeah. And then And then later on, he's
1: fine with taking her back.
2: Yeah, and presumably he sat back down at the table and they probably finished out the dinner, like, the lunch or something, and she probably just, like, didn't even tell him.
0: Right. I was expecting her to, like, leave the ring on his plate and walk out, but she didn't do that.
2: No, she always knows she has to leave some options on the table just in case she needs to yeah. make that last second switcheroo. She's a, she's a very shrewd calculating woman. She knows what she's doing. She knows. And I say that in the best way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Queller's going to make another announcement here. Chuck's Chuck shows Blair that he got the tape at this point. Queller's telling everyone that Nate confessed to a crime he didn't commit, but she hates dishonesty, so she's going to suspend him and it will go on his transcript. I mean, come <laughs> on. That's too much. Like, this is so
0: mean. Yeah. She really wants to show him who's boss. She does. She's like, that's it. You don't run the school. I do.
2: Hopefully, after she found out the real culprit, she took it off Nate's transcript, because I I genuinely feel bad for that.
1: Right, because he's got enough uh, with his bad grades and all that stuff.
2: Seriously, his grades are already bad. His family life sucks. Like, who knows what this guy's going to be doing?
0: She might have it out for him, though. I mean, because technically, Dan lies, too. He's like, I don't know who did it. And then, like, Serena. Well, we'll get there. But it's not proven. Yeah, but it's not.
1: I guess it is proven. Yeah, with with Serena. You can't
2: prove that Dan was lying. I Uh, guess. Right
1: you can you can kind of assume because they're dating that he should have known, but I guess you can't yeah. prove that
2: so so Nate gets suspended from school for Blair. uh Chuck just spent ten thousand dollars for Blair. It really looks like Chuck and Nate are in a heated competition of who can like save Blair's ass more she She just has these idiot boys wrapped around her finger without even trying.
0: yeah, it's her beauty. She's so it,
2: it really is. It's her beauty. <laughs> and and poor Nate just can't ever find a break here. She kicks him out mid-meeting, literally tells the other students to watch him go, just like adding insult to injury. Yeah. and
0: I also like at the beginning of that meeting, she goes, settle down, and no one's talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, apparently, like
2: two-thirds of the class are in danger of getting expelled, but there's clearly only like 20 people in this room.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, they, yeah, they keep showing the amount of people in there. It's, it's <laughs> There's seats that are empty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Dan Dan's now feeling the pressure. Dan is just an interrogator's wet dream. He, no spine on this guy. He can't handle the pressure. He asks Serena why she won't just give up who broke in. And Serena says, because it was her. Bum, bum, bum. Obviously, Nicole, no! not surprised, I guess. She already kind of had a feeling that it was Serena. Brendan, were you surprised at this point?
1: Well, you heard just now.
0: The, you just found out that, just that was, now in the podcast yeah <laughs> where were you for the episode <laughs> oh yeah, yeah brendan
2: famously watches along as we as we gags. Right. <laughs> moments yeah, moment. gag. <laughs>
1: um, and also another running gag of the show is that i can't do a gasp at all i have really hard on
2: <laughs> gasping so you're getting a two-for-one <laughs> gag right here
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you are surprised oh me yeah
1: <laughs> yes i was uh i was surprised i i i like i said i did not know what was happening within this mystery. I thought Chuck did it the whole time. I thought I didn't even think it was a mystery episode.
2: Yeah. yeah, I uh I love a good reveal. This episode does have a couple of them. Dan Dan asks why she didn't tell him. Serena's gonna come clean, tells her how she pulled this off. Seems like seems like it does seem just like an innocent party that just got out of hand. And Dan very naively says that sh- she mm-hmm. can still come clean and Queller will respect her honesty. Like, does Dan actually believe this, or is he just like being a shit and wants this to be you crazy know, right. It's just like a three just saw
1: Nate walk like that like you really think that's gonna be the case
2: oh but he's like yeah but Nate was dishonest Nate Nate wasn't honest and it's like well Serena hasn't been honest this whole time either and she was the one that's actually guilty so I feel like she's gonna get it worse than Nate did absolutely (laughs) like Dan is Dan is talking out of his ass right now
0: (laughs) I like how it so perfectly is like it was me and then he's like you should fess up and then it's like dan humphrey to the office like (laughs) right after i'm like wow that worked out perfectly for them
2: serena doesn't want to risk going back to boarding school we get this classic dilemma she doesn't want to leave dan doesn't want to leave eric but this might happen if she gets expelled um i think that if everyone just stuck together from the beginning and denied everything that it would be fine but uh you know queller was good at finding the weak links so good on her
1: that she was but you're right that that was really the go-to move from the beginning and they just couldn't handle it they i did. feel like
0: she really scared them though i mean like she did, all of yeah the last yeah the less head headmist-
2: mr headmistress probably didn't like they probably called her bluff and she was just like okay nothing else i can do
0: yeah yeah um
2: blair finds nate nate Nate's, <laughs> nate says it's going to be fine because his parents won't even care with everything else that's going on which is kind of sad <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not even going to notice his kid suspended because they've got so much other shit to deal with Right. Yeah. Um, and Nate, Nate says it was worth it because he got to save Blair. And Blair's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That key isn't mine." <laughs> like, and she's like, "Oh wait, you took the fall because you thought the key was mine. That's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me." And,
1: and that, but that's still not enough for her. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, well, it, it would be I think, like Blair's back yeah, in yeah. love now, kind of because Nate declares his love, and I feel like Blair clearly wants his it well as well, but she says she can't do it right now because she is still being blackmailed by Chuck, so yeah, and that's when right. Nate It's just confusing gets fed
1: in up. Nate's eyes at that
0: point,
2: yeah, and that's when Nate gets fed up and get and fires back at her, gives her the good catching up before he walks away,
1: Ah, uh, yes, he does,
0: yeah, that was a good, that was a good one, yeah, so and now, not so- for nothing like Blair being like what were we just talking we, like Blair just being so cold to him and stuff like that but oh no wait when she says that was the most romantic thing that anyone's ever done the only person in his in her life was Nate so mm-hmm. like oh, yeah, exactly. in all these years this is the first thing that, that's yeah, romantic Nate's never that done, that done anything
2: that beat me. that since <laughs> kindergarten yeah so now, now Serena comes home, and I mentioned this, but I love how nonchalant Lily is about the whole thing. She, She's basically just like, she doesn't even take a break from packing, and she's just like, please, just please don't tell me you're expelled. <laughs> and Serena's just basically like, not yet. But Lily not could give yet. two shits about whether or not Serena broke into the school. She just doesn't want to go through the trouble of her getting expelled. And I, I really like this attitude from Lily.
1: It's funny. Like you said, she's got the billion an billionaire surgeon yeah. to fall back on. And she
2: knows that sneaking into a pool isn't really a big deal. Nothing really happened, So she as long as no. Serena doesn't get expelled because of this, she's fine with it.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still high school. Like, nothing matters. Yeah. You're still Lil, a kid.
2: Lily's not going to let this uh, possible expulsion ruin her trip. And that that's when Serena notices she's packing for something. Ask what's up. Lily lies. Then Rufus calls. Lily doesn't answer. So Serena starts putting the pieces together. And she is going to forbid... Lily from seeing Rufus. She says that Dan's her boyfriend. It feels like forever. And she says, you know, all dramatic, like, tell me that Rufus is the most important thing to you. Tell me that whatever the two of you have is the most important thing in your life, because that's what Dan is to me, mom, the most important. And she says she'd rather be Chuck's stepsister than Dan's. And apparently, this is what Lily has to base who she marries on, who Serena would rather be step siblings with.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you sort of get it a little bit. It's, it would be it's kind of strange. Um, the whole dynamic but also it is really rude to dictate your mom's love life like that
0: yeah
2: yeah so so here we go and i'll ask for your opinions after this but this is this is my opinion here, this is what I hate, and we get a lot of these in teen dramas where um, the parents dating and also the kids are dating for some reason it's a pretty common trope that I've seen in multiple yeah. shows and I'm apparently right. the rules in this particular show are is if Rufus and Lily date then Dan and Serena cannot date and vice versa and I just think that is so completely stupid and arbitrary like they all clearly have strong feelings for each other, whether it's love or whatever it is, just like they feel like it's forever they feel like it's the most important thing in their lives. Why should only one couple get to live while the other must die? What Dan and Serena were dating? But Rufus and Lily technically dated first, but a long time ago. So now if Rufus and Lily get back together, all of a sudden Dan and Serena's romance is gross and unacceptable because now they're just randomly step-siblings. You know, it's not not like Dan and Serena grew up together. The the term step-sibling is so subjective in this case. Like, there's no blood relation anywhere. Just let everyone be happy. We shouldn't have to choose which couple gets to exist if they all love each other. Especially since, like... Both of the, I mean, one of them probably going to break up. Both of these couples aren't going to survive in the long run, at least right, like, statistically speaking. Um, right. And I, I think especially they were dating first before they turn into step siblings. Hypothetically, there's nothing wrong there. If your step siblings first and then then you start fucking, it's a little weirder. But in this particular Still situation, I don't the think question. there's yeah yeah I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong. Here. That's just my two cents. I'm Matt Gagan, and I wrote the incest episode of Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You, you want to go?
0: I feel the same way as you. I mean, it's not... It's. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Nothing's going to change in their dynamic. It's not like Lily is even marrying Rufus right yeah. now. They just are going to date. Like, and, like... Yeah, let's just see what happens. Like you said, it's not like they're little kids. Eventually, they're going to be in college and, um, you know, not even living under the same roof, even if they do get married. Like... I don't really understand why it's such a big deal.
1: Yeah. I think it's more of like an immaturity thing, and like a childish thing to think that it does matter. And that's why Serena has an issue with it. And I think it's like a really awesome parental thing on Lily's part to just be like, all right, I respect whatever you want right now because what what yeah. my kids, my kids happiness is what's most important to me. So if this is really a big issue for you, then I'll do it. It's stupid that you think that Serena, but like, I'll be, I'll be a mom for, for right now. And just. And, you
2: know. uh, and not for nothing, she does have a $12 billion fallback option. Right. If she's yeah, not getting that, together that with Rufus, helps. and that's what Rufus thinks it's about. He's like, "Oh, so you just want the jets and the fancy cars and everything," which it is not really about with Lily here. But um, yeah, I feel like between uh, between this and the Garrett's wedding episode of Community, I Watch, I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of family, dating, marriage, incest talk this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's by design.
2: And I feel like I've been fighting this battle for forever, ever since uh, Paul Rudd. Wanted to date his step-sibling, his stepsister, and Clueless. I feel like I've been having to, <laughs> to fight this battle that it's really, it does not matter if your parents were married a long time ago, you can still date as long as you like, there's no blood and you guys didn't like grow up together. It, re- it really doesn't have to be weird. I, I swear. I'm, you know what? No. You guys are a real life couple here. If, if uh, If Don and Gerard started dating, would you guys break mm-hmm. up?
1: And that was going to be the duo that I would have paired up as well. So <laughs> it's funny that you said that. Um, I think it, it would make our love stronger. It's just like we're, every time we're hanging out as a group, <laughs> we're just like on double dates.
0: That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be weird. It's just like if I think of it from the perspective of like like my dad is dating... Um, his girlfriend, and she has two sons. And I'm not saying that I want to date these people. It's gonna sound weird, (laughs) but like they don't feel like my brothers. They just feel like a human in my life now. You know what I mean? That just because your parent is dating or marrying somebody, it doesn't make their children your sibling at all. Like you don't even have to be around those people. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've seen one of her sons. You know, so So,
2: very happy that we can come out as a pro step sibling dating podcast officially
0: hey
1: that was really the mission of this podcast from day one yeah
2: and now we can stop now we can really wrap it up <laughs> we be, but, it. and also next, not for a, nothing next <laughs> is the brady bunch yes <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> as we break down every episode of the brady bunch the brady boys
3: brady boys <laughs> um, <laughs> not
0: for
1: nothing like
2: rufus doesn't seem to give a shit about if serena and dan are dating like he just wants lily yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah because yeah, he doesn't think it matters he's It'd also wanted
0: her for so many years and yeah. it was so close yeah but, which um, is upsetting
2: like like you mentioned, Brendan, Lily seems like she actually cares about what her daughter is telling her for once. She kind of her. She's like, Dan's really that important to you, huh? Well, all right then. And uh, Serena realizes how much she cares about Dan in this moment and decides that she has to confess, like for Dan pretty much. So good for her. Um, yeah. Vanessa comes to Blair's house with the tape and I I like this scene she reveals that the tape she gave to Chuck was blank which is funny and like good for her mm-hmm. for giving Blair the real tape which she probably should have done to begin with because she shouldn't have yeah. been uh, you know meddling in their lives to begin Stooping with around. but even when she's doing the right thing again she overstepped and is like yeah so basically I've been watching you guys on these tapes all week and I'm team Nate like, okay, weirdo. Like, you yeah, no fucking freak. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like Nate's one of the good ones. You should date him. And Blair's like, well, could you stop watching like stop me watching and Nate us? on your fucking camera, you freak? Like, this <laughs> She's is a, so
0: weird. I just is a, can't yeah. stand her.
2: And I think like I think the writers were like, nailed it. This is Vanessa's moment. Like this is supposed to be Vanessa's good moment, but I still think she comes off as a creep.
1: She's still somehow, yeah. She, she can't help herself.
2: Yeah. So now we finally get uh Dan's one-on-one. Queller's gonna go hard on him. She she knows what she needs to say here she seems like you're in a new crowd this year dating serena Woodson and he's like is that in my file <laughs> like, that like, made me laugh fair question why is she why is she like leads with this she brings it up right away
0: and <laughs> and how does she even know that if she's new No, she's right. just good she's that <laughs> Talk
1: good. Talking the town
2: i don't know someone she interviewed was probably like talking about dan and serena for some reason
1: um
2: <laughs> But Dan stays strong, claims Claims he didn't know who had the key. So I guess when, when it's first Serena, he all of a sudden doesn't care about getting expelled anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the case. He, he does care about it quite a bit.
2: Yeah. But uh, in comes Serena, and this becomes a two-on-one now. Serena wants Queller to know that she's not that person anymore. She pretty much comes clean about everything. Uh, she mentions that she reads off the rap sheet that Serena has, and like we've said, we kind of want, wish we saw that version of Serena a little bit more. But I mean, it's pretty much just Serena coming clean here, and I'm happy she did. I'm happy she um, she took one for for her buddy Dan, especially because as we are going to see, and as Dan hypothesized to begin with, if Serena comes clean, she is a Vander Woods, and this probably isn't going to do much for her.
1: Right, and he's he's right by the end of it, and you, you exactly. gotta feel like Serena's being super genuine here, and that's been her character so far in this series. It's just like a, such a genuine human being.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, Serena is just so naive. doesn't Doesn't see the class difference between the upstairs and the downstairs. But she yeah. obviously is very privileged, and uh, she is rewarded from it time and time again, as Dan has to witness firsthand. So. Yeah. Blair is now going to step into Vanessa's uh, Central Perk coffee shop for the first time. And she she just nonchalantly reveals that she paid for Vanessa's rent for the year. I mean, what what another reveal, another great reveal in this episode. Uh, but of course, she's Blair, so she still has to be a bitch about it. And she says, congratulations, Vanessa, you just won 365 more days in your Ikea furnished closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: I love Blair.
0: It's pretty good, honestly. Yeah, she,
1: she does it. It's in such the, a the baller. Perfect Blair fashion, yeah.
2: Yeah, such a baller move from Blair. She, she's like, she's not indebted to anyone, no matter how much she appreciates what Vanessa did for her. And now this transaction is finished, and Blair can go back to hating Vanessa. And also, another added bonus is Vanessa doesn't have an excuse to be filming Blair and her friends around everywhere anymore, since she
1: doesn't helps. need the grant money. God. Yeah. But what do you think their, um, like, the, the kids' money situation is? Like, do they just have a credit card that's attached to their parents' name, or like do they have like a their own like physical funds?
0: Isn't that what a trust fund is?
1: They just dip into the money whenever. I think. Okay,
0: probably. I, I'm not yeah. sure. I, I think. I always am trying to figure that out between Logan and um, Nate. Right. Yeah. Two different shows, but you know what I'm talking
2: about. <laughs> team Logan <laughs> or Team Nate?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: before before Blair leaves, she asked Vanessa what she did with Chuck's money since she didn't pay her rent with it, and Vanessa created a medical grant for teens with genital her- genital herpes in Chuck's name, which is played as a joke, but actually seems like kind of like a net positive. Like it seems like a good grant. For for the teens dealing with genital herpes, like
1: ridiculous for someone who like talks about how little money they have and need the money for rent that she wasted ten thousand dollars. Yeah, luckily Blair came through. Very useful for her.
2: (laughs) She gets lucky again that Blair bails her out here with paying for her (laughs) rent. Seriously,
1: what an idiot.
2: Um, and now we see that Serena did not get expelled. She got 25 hours of community outreach, which she would have done anyway, since she is on the committee and ends like, yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. Um, <laughs> it's revealed later that Bart made some phone calls. When did he make these phone calls? Because it seems like Serena literally just confessed and now she has her sentence. At what point did Blair make these calls and go over the head of Queller to, to make this happen?
1: Right. Did like Queller already know what happened? And yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point.
0: Maybe the school is who was calling um, him in the restaurant.
1: Oh, Maybe. There you she, go. She
2: was prote- he was protecting Serena by saying uh, Sheldon had to push
1: That's numbers. Said, uh, That's why he said pushing being, numbers. Yeah, so That's vague. why he was so vague on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Serena seems shocked about this, but Dan obviously is not. Dan uh, tries to not talk about it, but Serena keeps kind of pressing. Serena's a little annoyed that Dan's turning it into an upstairs-downstairs thing, even though... She thinks it isn't, He's right. but it clearly is. But Dan's actually just staying silent, as he said. He's like, I'm being quiet. You're the one that keeps bringing this up. It seems like <laughs> Serena's guilty conscience is speaking up a little bit here.
1: Yep. And because... it's a good scene where the her driver comes by, yes, too. Yes, so
2: good. Because Dan's just happy she isn't expelled, but he still does believe there's a double standard. And I think that's obviously the correct take here.
0: Yeah. Big and, time. And,
1: Without that doubt.
2: And then we see that the, uh, yeah, because Dan doesn't like press her on it. He's not like, see, I knew this was going to happen. Like, we could have seen Dan kind of like dwell on them being from opposite worlds again and then turn into a fight. But Dan's just like, listen, I'm happy you didn't get expelled. But obviously there is a fucking driver here that your mom sent to pick you up from school. And uh-huh. it's a very cute conversation where Dan's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're completely average and you live a very uncharmed life. But uh, then Serena charmingly refuses the car and decides to walk. I, I kind of love them in this scene.
1: Yeah, I it's very, very funny, and he's like, uh, you going to Brooklyn."
2: Yeah, that that was that was my joke of the episode. That made me laugh more than anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Not see, quite mine, but wow, it was okay. it was a contender.
2: That's good. Yeah, it, the scene just ends with him just quickly going, "You going to Brooklyn?" Is very quick witted that Dan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: I hope the driver said yes. I hope Dan did, did take that ride to Brooklyn. It's already, it's already paid for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, we finally get the entire Bass Vanderwoodson family together. And this is when we're going to get our flashback showing uh, Lily showing up and calling things off with Rufus. And the the um, the One Republic song is playing in the background. I'm blanking on the name. I think it's called Come Home. And it's a sad song. It's a sad scene. I feel very bad for Rufus here, but good for Lily for actually listening to her daughter once over her own happiness even. And she also doesn't, like, tell Rufus that it's Serena's fault. She kind of lets Rufus think that it's just because she wants uh, – Bart's $12 billion fortune and the fancy jets and everything and good for her for that and honestly pretty heartbreaking scene for Rufus
0: yeah I honestly didn't even catch that he thought it was because of the money when she said like well and he was like I think I re I think I know I thought he knew that yeah, it was because yeah. of the kids
1: that's what I yeah, was I getting he- too I thought she explained herself and he's like I think I understand it's because of the kids that's what I was kind of getting as well
2: I guess you could uh, look at it that way. I obviously, I just, because to me, it feels like Lily almost kind of goes to explain herself and he kind of cuts her off and says, listen, I I know what this is about. And to me, I feel like Rufus is just bitter and thinks it's just about that Bart has more money than him because we don't see like explicitly Lily saying that it's Serena's fault. So I am just going to continue thinking that Lily has not shared that with him.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I just thought since she didn't explain herself further after he said, I know, she uh, she understood that he understood. That is weird know. for the kids. Right? That's what I was hoping anyway. Me I, too. I, was, you know.
2: I almost feel like Rufus seems a little bit too bitter in this scene for that to be the case. I feel like he'd be more understanding if he knew that was why she was breaking it off.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, that's fair.
2: We'll see. Well, you know, this will we'll all get ironed out. We'll see. But very yep. heartbreaking. Did your heart break for Rufus in this scene?
0: I was very sad for him. I was, I was sad for both of up. them. I was worried she wasn't going
1: to show up at all. It was yeah. she one of those classic scenes where he's just oh, waiting there. That would
2: have been so bad. Yeah. That would have been way but worse. Back, Back to the new happy family. Uh, Chuck is, Chuck's very happy to have a new sis and Serena says if she ever calls her sis again it'll be the last thing he ever says and he, he goes I love, scene it. I, love it. I love it our first brother sister squabble which is a very funny response <laughs> and, but then of course he makes it gross by suggesting they should bathe together and, <laughs>
1: and that was a joke of the episode I had a by
2: feeling a long, I had yeah. a feeling that might be a joke of the by
1: episode. a long shot <laughs> he's like just going over a list of things that siblings do together He's like <laughs> like bathing for example and Chuck is not afraid
2: to <laughs> so shoot good. his shot like in the same room as the parents, like he's he not.
0: Care. I just love it, like right like, in front of his, her her brother, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Like, what's everyone
1: thinking? He's just like, Oh, that's fucking Chuck. I guess. And even
2: though he's like in love with Blair right now, he's not gonna give up with his stepsister. He's oh, no. To- no, no, I just, not. I love it. Our first brother sister squabble. Like, this is this is gonna be good for some comedy at least, with Chuck yeah. being the stepbrother. <laughs> and see, clearly, Chuck doesn't find the whole step sibling thing a deal breaker, so good for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> um, Blair calls Nate over. Blair tells Nate that she loves him too. They kiss, they get back together. And I'm kind of like, you know, booing the screen right now. Because I am I, I think that Nate is the better guy than Chuck, obviously. But Nate is also the more boring character than Chuck. And I am rooting for the excitement of the Blair-Chuck romance. And just hoping that Chuck can be a better person than he was in the first couple of episodes.
0: I agree. I think that Blair's um, character could really plummet um mm-hmm. in a in a in a way that's good for the audience like she's not so horrible right now but i feel like chuck could woo her and then uh her real true self would come out and she had like a
1: bad boy phase
0: like she would be like you know how she's already bad like i feel like she would be way worse than what she does to people right now like with chuck as her sidekick right. that could be really dangerous oh, that, that's a, that's and i feel like that's a dangerous like
2: duo there
1: yeah yeah yeah, I oh. wasn't so upset about this at the at the moment because I knew like, okay, well, this isn't gonna last forever.
2: Yeah, you have no faith in Blair and Nate?
1: No, no chance. No.
0: I even don't oh. have faith in Serena and Dan either, sadly.
2: Wow. Well, cause I was gonna say, much like Vanessa and Dan, I just Blair and Nate just don't have the chemistry needed to be a surviving couple. Yeah, yeah definitely. Now Bart is gonna chat with Serena, and it's time for another big reveal. Uh, Chuck, Chuck told Bart about the whole Serena thing, and he says he wasn't surprised based on her propensity for recklessness and adventure. Which, first of all, rude. Like you, you just became yeah. her stepdad, and you're like, yeah, I know you're. Uh, I know you're always you're getting into trouble, child. so uh, I'm not surprised with with the shit that you pulled. But um, mm-hmm. he made a call. It was harder than usual because Queller Queller really loves punishing kids. But he went over her head and got Serena's charges dropped to a minimal sentence. He's like, yeah, sorry I couldn't get it all away, but you know I. I did what I had to do, and I got you to minimal sentence. And he's like smiling, thinks he did a good thing. And it's kind of hard to blame Bart here because you know he's Mister Moneybags his whole life. He he's just he he just thinks he's what he's doing for his new daughter. Like he thinks he's doing what's right. But for Rena, for Serena, this is just further proving Dan's point.
0: Yeah, it's like the love language. Like Dan wasn't. His love I mean, Bart like w- right. His love language is like. Uh, I don't know. He's like trying to show people that he cares about them by like getting them out of trouble or paying their way out of yeah. trouble and things like that.
2: Exactly because you you see him smiling at Serena when this is happening. He I obviously know. wasn't doing this maliciously. He thinks like Serena's going to be jumping for joy she's, at this like, point. He's
0: like He's still smiling
1: the whole time. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Because how many times has he probably had to bail out Chuck with something like this? Right. Yeah. And Serena's clearly bothered And then then Chuck comes over to annoy her some more And they, like Chuck and Bart Are actually like share a laugh in this moment Which is really weird <laughs> uh, It just seems like being related it's to still, Chuck and Bart no, Is going no. to be a lot And I think Serena might be might, Maybe she fucked up Maybe she would rather be step siblings with Dan now
1: yeah. And then and, and after the scene With the three the the, the Bass sandwich with Serena in the middle <laughs> I'm like she's gotta be so upset with herself And I thought yeah. when she went to go see Rufus after this She was gonna Say, like, you know what? Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I so, didn't think that, but I would have liked that.
2: Yeah, like, she's like, fuck, I really chose Chuck to be my stepbrother, and now this is my life. <laughs> so, Serena <laughs> Serena does go to the loft. She she chats with the person whose heart she is responsible, br- responsible for breaking, and Rufus. Um, but she doesn't... See, because... And again, I just feel like maybe Rufus would not be down to, like, talk to Serena at this point if he thought that this was all Serena's fault, but... Maybe he just doesn't blame Serena for it. I don't know. Because Serena, they don't talk about it. She just kind of chats with Rufus for a little bit. And Rufus is basically just like, I just need to find something new to write about. And I will. So Rufus will be fine. He'll bounce back from this. And Serena is going to go to Dan's room. Tell him he was right about everything. And I will say, good for Dan. He doesn't say, I told you so. He just asks if she wants to talk about it. And they have a nice study date
1: yeah so that's a good couple right there i yeah.
2: agree i in another world in in the first you know four episodes of this dan might have had a big i told you so moment and it wouldn't have been cute but instead they just have their study date and they're very cute together All right.
0: yeah they are really cute together we've we've just really like hit
2: nicole, our stride i would
1: usually tell nicole i told her so
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we've we've really hit our stride with uh, dan and serena here i think we're at peak dan and serena as a couple oh man what do you mean oh man
1: then you mean it's if it's peak then it's going to go downhill
0: yeah no i'm not that's well, not what i'm to. saying every, every I'm just, main love couple has to okay. go down somewhere
2: i i'm just saying it's it's the best it's the best that it's been i'm not i'm not saying
1: necessarily all right, all right. that it'll go down this again point. but yeah sure
2: um gossip girl ends the episode by saying sometimes you just have to venture outside your world in order to find yourself as for me i'm happy right where i am i only b- want to be with you who is she talking to? Her readers?
0: I just I said that to Brenda at the end of the episode I go, how does Gossip Girl like like who is she talking yeah, to who she who are you talking what to? what is happening? Yeah, I thought she was
1: addressing the, the readers. I guess
2: it's so that, weird, that's pretty though. nice, I guess, that she only wants yeah. to be with her re- readers.
0: And also like what is she peering um, through their window because she's talking about them. <laughs> Sounds like she's Vanessa then. <laughs> I mean, <it's> probably <laughs> Um
2: That's the end of the episode. Do we have any predictions? Is namely, is Nate ever going to find out about Chuck? And is Rufus ever going to get back with Lily? Thoughts on either of those, Brendan or Nicole?
1: I don't know. It's tough because uh, Blair pretty much dared Chuck to tell Nate about all this. And she's like, well, if you do tell him, like, I don't care because he's not going to believe you. I, it's going to come out at some point,
0: though. Yeah. I think that he's going to find out. I think that he likes Blair enough that he might even not care so much with that, but I think Chuck doesn't want to be the one to say it because I think that he's that's really his only friend, and I feel like Nate would drop Chuck before he would drop Blair.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I I forgot that Chuck really has no friends besides Nate.
0: Yeah. And I think that Rufus and um, Lily will get back together.
1: Yes, I think they will. I hope so.
2: I mean, we have a potential marriage coming up.
1: Yeah, well. They're really stringing this relationship along of of, of any of them like the the kids are supposed to be the main characters in a teen drama but they're like this has like been the main centerpiece of the relationship drama i feel like
0: rufus will definitely find out about serena being the reason that they're going to that they broke up and i feel like whenever and if ever serena and dan break up then rufus will be like trying his best to fight back to get lily as, or as Rufus soon
1: as, and uh, Blair scheme to break them up. Or Rufus and Chuck maybe get together. And, Rufus, and to I get love it. Rufus,
2: Rufus teams up with, with Chuck and Blair to break up Dan and Serena. And then once Dan <laughs> and Serena break up, Lily divorces Bart for Rufus. Yes. And
1: then Blair and Chuck fall in love on the heist.
2: Love it. Love it. And Rufus ministers their wedding. <laughs> exactly. <Yep. laughs> All right. right. just so called let's, season uh, two. Let's, uh, yep. Let's zoom through some segments here. My favorite segment, user review of the week. This person gave it a 7 out of 10, titled it, Dan and Serena Studying Together, and reviews. (laughs) Dan is presented with the possibility that if he is expelled from school, he has nothing else to fall back on. I know how that feels, because when I was called to the office of the head of department, I was presented with the possibility that if I was expelled from university, I would have nothing to fall back on. Like Dan, Serena says that if she is expelled, she doesn't think any school would take her. At this point, I believe that San... and Dan and Serena are two lost souls who have found and deserve each other. We see Vanessa making a documentary to get a grant, but we don't get a clear sense of her character, like Jenny. We know that Jenny is a social climber living in low-rent accommodation who is prepared to sell her soul to break into middle-class society. Vanessa is not like that, so we're not sure what she's about. Does she really want to make documentaries? We don't see her putting herself out of the way to get into a filmmaking community. Perhaps the most touching scene in this episode is when Rufus says to Lily that he is still in love with her. Bravo. Bravo, Martha Wilcox, for that beautiful review. Yes.
0: <laughs> that was very good. Um, I like next- that it was called Dan and Serena Sud- and Studying, then they didn't, they mention, didn't touch on that <laughs> no, at <they> all. <laughs> Didn't mention that at all.
1: <laughs>
2: they just made it the title.
1: A real I real was going to think, when did they even study? At I guess the
0: end of the, the end, episode. At the very end, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, next week, the title of the episode is called A Thin Line Between Chuck and Nate.
0: Do we have any mm. predictions? Mm.
1: Uh-oh. Well, I guess this is this pretty much explains itself.
0: A thin line between Chuck and Nate, so it's either going to be about Blair still having feelings for Chuck. Like, I wonder what if she calls Nate Chuck's name or something in bed <laughs> <laughs> be or good. something. <laughs> that would be a good plot. A, a classic it's gotta be thing. It's just like, the, the cl- going to bust out. A classic. Something has to happen. Like somebody either messes up, somebody finds something out.
2: Yeah, I feel like the saying the wrong name is a classic trope that only happens in TV shows. I've never heard of that actually happening in real life, but maybe it has and I'm yeah. I'm just I, I just haven't heard about it.
0: Yeah, no, I have no idea.
2: Um,
1: um I was going to say, uh I mean maybe Chuck is so desperate to get with Blair, he decides to get the same haircut as Nate. <laughs> <laughs> and starts dressing like him. That too. haircut's horrible. Wow, love it.
2: <laughs> love love where your head's at, though. Um, the little blurb preview doesn't seem to chuck to chuck doesn't seem to touch on that storyline at all. it just says Gossip Girl reports that Serena Vanderwoodson has been spotted buying a pregnancy test. Oh boy,
0: oh, my God. pregnant from Christmas.
1: Oh baby, hey <laughs>
2: heyo.
0: Name that baby, Noel.
1: I mean, is it, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not as familiar with teen dramas as you are. Uh, is this a common thing to have uh, babies as uh, high schoolers?
2: It is a common thing to, at the very least, get pregnant. But okay, um, yeah, not. I mean. I think not to always go through. With I it. I think we very rarely have a little baby get introduced into the picture. I think right. someone either has a pregnancy scare or becomes pregnant, and then you know, TB- TBD on what happens to that.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely, I do. Uh, remember I feel like a I remember maybe like growing up watching One Tree Hill, not like being super super attentive to it, but I feel like there's a, a child that actually is on the show as one of the kids of the moms. Listen, I don't know if you've watched that show at all. Once I have know. not,
2: not yet. It is uh, may, maybe soon. It's on my list.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, so it, let us know. I, I'm pretty sure there is a baby in that show, though. It's a it's mm-hmm. a big
2: commitment, though.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Um, I'm trying to think about, like, other shows that I, like, definitely Degrassi, I mean. Yes,
2: Degrassi has done everything. They've had the pregnancy scare. They've had the pregnancy abortion. They've had the pregnancy have the kid give it up for adoption. They've had the pregnancy have the kid and try to raise (laughs) the kid as a high schooler.
0: Yeah, they've, they have done, I mean, 14 seasons of Degrassi The
2: Next Generation and four seasons of Degrassi Next Class. Every scenario has happened on that show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So good.
2: Um, all right. So let's get into the episode grade. I went first last week, so Brendan, you can go first this week, unless you want to give the honor to our guest Nicole. I will, oh, I will leave oh, that I choice that. up to you. you. Can go ahead.
0: Mm. So, what is it? It's like an A plus type of a situation. I think is we like go a, high B, as, B, as high
1: as
2: A.
0: Yeah, I think okay. we tap
2: out at tap out at A, unless there's something like really extraordinary that needs to get an A plus. But I right. believe our, our ceiling has been A.
0: Okay. Um. Oh my gosh, I'm a little stressed out going first. Um. Blame Brendan. <laughs> You go first. Okay. Give <laughs> <laughs> it back to me.
1: Uh, well, yeah, so since you just don't know how we do this this because you're not a fan, I'll let you listen in real quick uh, how the, the experts do it. Okay. Um, usually you stumble over your words for about a minute and then give a letter grade. <laughs> okay. So. I'm ready to hear it. Um, I would say this episode, I'll, I'll give a, a grade first and then explain why. Maybe a a B plus just because everything was great and it all tied together pretty well. Um but I feel like it, it left you wanting a little bit more at the end, and especially with such a Vanessa heavy episode that definitely degrades it a little bit from like the A territories um down to the B's. But still uh with a satisfying enough plot, I'll I'll keep it at a B plus. All right. Uh Nicole,
2: would you like me to go second or would you like to go second?
0: No, I'll I'll be sandwiched in here because okay, I don't okay. wanna I don't wanna mess up too much. I guess I would probably go I was thinking A minus before Brendan said it, so I'm gonna stick with that um i liked the whole episode i liked the mystery aspect of the episode i liked pretty much there was a lot of like good quick liners in there um dan being very protective of serena is adorable and the whole rufus and lily thing i'm like so so sad about that but i'm also excited to see where it's gonna go because i know it's not i know it's not done so, I just feel like it was like a good, wholesome episode where I got a little bit of Chuck, I got a little bit of Dan and Rufus, and so I'm just really I was pleased and
2: listen pleased you, you had nothing nothing to be nervous about because you were you did tremendously in that in that wow, and i we are gonna be in the handholding club because I'm also giving it an a minus. I you know. also really enjoy this episode, you know, very fun, fun mystery, plenty of big reveals. Good moments for most of the characters, and we had some nice heartbreak at the end. I uh, just didn't have that, you know, special something to put it in the A category. But I think a, an A minus is is good for for this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. A okay. agreed.
2: And now for the MVPs, Brendan, you can go first. Who's getting your MVP?
1: Um, this one was harder for me than the LVP. I think I wasn't super sure, and as we talked about a little bit, I I think I'm going to settle on a Dan Humphrey MVP. I feel like he right. um, he does a good job with kind of um, like he, he was he was not snooty at all about how correct he was in his thinking about the upstairs downstairs type of thing and he could have easily just laid it on her and been like hey like you're privileged I'm not and he could have been like such like a a little sketch about that and he was not bratty at all and was like you know and he also came to her defense in that meeting with um, the headmistress. And he's, mm-hmm. He was just an overall good boy, good boyfriend in this episode, and it was just, and he was charming and funny the whole time as well.
2: All right, good pick, good pick, and let's keep the order the same. And Nicole, you can go next and give your MVP.
0: I would say Vanessa. No. Wow.
2: <laughs> what that would have been the biggest reveal of them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I think that I agree with Brendan in this one and say Dan as well because he made very good points with this one. But he he did. He was not snooty. He really was trying to defend Serena the entire time. Um, He wasn't really, like, annoying at any points. I would have said Serena because I love her and, like, she Mm -hmm. threw the party. But the whole thing with Lily really has a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm going to go with Dan. I mean, he's so good to Serena. And I just feel like he doesn't let those snooty, hoity-toity people really... Um, affect him too much so i think I, I think i i go with him all right
2: so now nicole and brendan in the hand holding club this time mm-hmm. um Ooh, i i
0: <laughs> i take
2: what you're saying i i agree with the points and i think there are a few decent options to go with here like i said i think pretty much mostly every character has at least a few good moments in the episode, but I'm just going to go with Lily because I always get on the shitty parents, but Lily actually listened to her daughter for once and whether or not yeah. this was the right move for her, she cared about her daughter's happiness and I'm very glad to see she's capable of that because in the first few episodes, it seemed like that wasn't the case.
0: Yeah, you're right. Cool. I'm down so, for So
2: glad that Lily at least got on the board with one and now for the yeah. LVPs, who, which Brendan alluded to might be a little easier than the MVPs. Brendan, where are you going for LVP?
1: Um, I think I got to go the other half of this relationship and goes serena for lvp wow um, I think she was just very selfish in her, her reasoning for essentially breaking up my favorite couple of their potential couple of the series wow didn't like that that is
2: true nice i really, didn't like her that you know? but she was very charming in this episode
1: she's always yeah. cute i, I think yeah. just she like I, I i would go vanessa always because I, I can't just give my <laughs> least favorite character the lvp every time like she in a way, it could be the MVP, Vanessa, because of how much <laughs> how she stupidly walked into money um, all episode long. But I just I just couldn't fathom giving her an MVP. So Serena, with her actions, uh, earned herself her first LVP in my eyes.
2: All right. Okay. Valid. Uh, Nicole, valid. where are you going with the LVP?
0: Vanessa, this is my one shot here, so I have to go with <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> um, I don't know the next time I'll be on this this show here, so we have to shit on her while, yes, while she's here nice and while it. I'm here. So, um, She's just annoying. I mean, she's in everyone's business. She has no place being there. The only attachment that she has to those people is Dan, and why is she even that close with him? It just makes me nuts. It makes me bonkers. So <laughs> between that and like giving up $10,000, it's just like... I don't, I just don't have it. I just don't have it in me for her. I just wish she just wasn't a part of this show.
2: All right. Um, Also valid. Now, see, the thing about Nicole is she loves holding hands because we are once again (laughs) going to be in the hand-holding club (laughs) as I am giving Vanessa an LVP. I somehow have not given her an LVP yet, so I'm going to finally change that. Uh, i think she's always annoying and this week she was the literal paparazzi just following everyone around she has no boundaries and is just awful and not fun in general so nothing more to say there um glad glad we could get a couple of lvps onto vanessa here and now with that being said let's get into some lonely boys theater
1: let's do it you are now listening to lonely boys theater
2: Hold for applause. Also, I want to
1: point out that since Nicole is holding hands with both of us, she truly is the girlfriend of the pod. I was going to say that, too. (laughs) That's right.
2: Girlfriend of the pod. She is showing why. Um, (laughs) So, for Lonely Boys Theater, we are going to be doing that scene at the end. We're all going to be participating, me, Brendan, and Nicole, and we're going to be doing the scene at the end where Bart reveals to Serena that she that he paid for her to basically not get expelled and then chunk chuck creeps in at the end as well and uh i guess brendan you probably want to be your boy chuck
1: i guess i should probably right
0: so am i speaking this as if i was serena or am i taking my own twist on it
1: uh, i mean do whatever you want i I like you have some sort of inspiration here I was so it asking. sounds like
2: i was gonna ask do you want to be bart or serena but it seems like you have picked serena <laughs> go for
0: it i didn't know if i was supposed to be serena being like the no, girlfriend no, no, of no, the no, podcast here it's just checking.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> no, you, you can be Serena. I'll be Bart. And yeah, you could cool. you could be Serena. You can do it like you remember her saying it, or you could put your twists on it. You know, okay. I, I know you don't listen, so you haven't seen the previous ones that me and Brendan have done, but <laughs> some of them get pretty bad. <laughs> okay, <of> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I will be Bart, and I'll start this scene off. <clears throat> Here we go. So, your new stepbrother told me about your problem at school. Frankly, I wasn't surprised, given your propensity for recklessness and adventure.
1: Oh, Bart, you're so manly. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry?
2: Chuck, (laughs) was that you? (laughs) Don't tell tell your mother, but I made a call.
0: You did what?
2: It was harder than usual. That new headmistress of yours is a real piece of work. I I had to go over her head. Sorry I couldn't get the changes completely dropped, but at least I got you a uh, minimal sentence. (laughs)
1: I was just looking out for my family. The new Vanderwoodson Bash library should be completed for Eric's graduation. <laughs>
2: uh, I can see that Lily and I are going to have our hands full with the two of you.
0: Excuse me, I need some air. <laughs>
2: Come here, son!
0: come here dad (laughs) Uh, we are
2: going to have so much fun fucking with Serena
1: (laughs) (laughs) fucking alongside Serena
2: that's my boy
1: (laughs) high five Eiffel Tower dad
0: (laughs) I'm not even out of the room yet (laughs) 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 wow that
2: went very well hold for applause and we're back Um, so yeah since you don't listen you don't notice Nicole but me and Bart Bass are actually very good friends oh yeah
1: he's met the, the actor
0: no way.
2: Yeah, he is a... Um, when he's not acting, over the summer, he is a full-time firefighter on Fire Island.
0: What? And
2: judging by the name of that island, you would think he gets a lot of work.
3: What? <laughs> nice. Thank, Thank you. Joke of the episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I went to... I've My friend's uh, family rented a... And I've already told this story on the pod, so I'll keep it brief. But my friend's family, future guest of the pod, Nicole. Not you, Nicole. Different Nicole. But <laughs> her Her <laughs> family rented a house or whatever, and I... Uh, spent a the day there, hanging out with them, and she was like, uh, "You know, Bart Bass is here." And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, he uh, he works as a firefighter, and my mom's friend is kind of friends with him, so she's going to introduce us." And I was like, "What?" So we went there, and not only was Bart Bass like there, and he wasn't like signing autographs or anything; he was literally working the big fundraiser barbecue. So he g- actually like gave me a corn on the cob.
0: Wow! <laughs> yeah. And then, we-, and then we should come on the podcast.
2: And then we t- I-, I should reach out. And then we took pictures together, and I I look very good in the pictures.
0: Oh wow! Uh-oh. Wait, where are these pictures? I can send them to you, please.
1: Yeah, we'll post right. them with the Instagram post.
2: So, uh, as we are nearing the two-hour mark, let's let's get some plugs in, and then let's get out of here. Uh, still don't have a plugs theme. No one has sent one in yet, but we'll we'll work yeah, on, that. on that. Yeah, waiting on that. Brendan, what do you have to plug?
1: Um, at this point, when this airs, you will have uh, probably like about a month ago have made uh your return to the hoppy boys podcast
2: that's right
1: reviewing the probably the biggest beer in the world so you, you made a splash uh, on the hoppy boys reviewing bud light with us and so i gotta check say, that out i have you didn't your podcast i didn't
2: check the numbers but I, at least after i was on the podcast bud light is the number one beer in the world i don't know if i was the cause of that or if it was already the number one beer in the world but i feel yeah. like my appearance on hoppy boys probably had a little something <laughs> to do with that at least
1: Well, i think that compliment to yourself is also a compliment so that our show reach and like how much influence <laughs> we have on anheuser Bush. So I'll take that.
2: Yeah, when I compliment, I, I make sure to compliment the entire room.
1: <laughs> if I'm up, uh, that's I'm all up. I got. Hmm. Anything for you, Call?
0: Um, I uh, uh, Nicole, not a, what do you I'm have? Not a, I'm not a part of any podcasts, so the only two I've ever uh, been the are the Hobby Boys and the Lon- Lonely Boys. So oh, yes, well, listen, check out her to those, of those two things. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it, I guess. All right, well, right? I'll, I'll so. make it
2: a perfect three for three and plug uh, The Lonely Boys and The Hobby Boys, uh, oh. <laughs> two podcasts you're already familiar with. As Brennan said, I, I, was, I was on a recent episode. Recent, well, at this point, has not come out yet. By the time you are listening to this, it will have come out in the past, so... Very, I love confusing everyone with yeah, it. If, if, if you
1: love this podcast, you're going to love this podcast.
2: Exactly. So, listen to my episode on the Hoppy Boys. Listen to all of these episodes of the Lonely Boys. Um, yeah. I was also on, as I mentioned, I was on Advanced Community Studies talking about the penultimate episode of Community, uh, wedding videography about Garrett's wedding. And that was a lot of fun. So, check me out on that. Also, subscribe to them if you're a community fan, which I'm sure. Everyone who is a Gossip Girl fan is also a Community fan because mm-hmm. you know they're basically Perfect the same searchable. show. Um, yep. Never Have I Ever season. I think last week I accidentally said season three was on Netflix. There's, I, I, I get, I get confused because season three was just announced for Never Have I Ever, so uh-huh. it, it has not been filmed yet. The first two seasons of Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Nicole, have you ever seen Never Have I Ever?
0: No, I was just wondering what. Never you're has talking
2: she about. ever. No. Nicole, never have I ever seen Never Have I Ever. Never Nicole. Never Nicole. What? That's what
0: I'm going to call you. Never, never Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> you would. Absolutely love
2: this show, created by Mindy Kaling, a very funny, funny person who was on The Office and wrote for The Office and everything, and mm-hmm. it, it is brilliant. It is a it is a teen comedy drama, and it's just beautiful and hilarious, and I think even more so than Brendan, I think you would really enjoy it.
0: All right. Well, your plug worked for me. I'll be watching that tomorrow. Uh, okay.
2: And that's the goal. Wow. If I could just get one person to watch Never Have I Ever, this <laughs> podcast will have been worth it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and besides all that, by the time people are hearing this podcast i will have gotten my third dose of the covid vaccine so wow. just just a little just a little plug i on november 19th i will be getting my third dose of covid and a flu shot as well because it might as well if oh, i'm going why? in for one shot might as well get another one so if Shoot i can do it you can you can too everyone get vaccinated and this is a pro vaccination podcast
0: yeah also, Gagan, just be careful that you might want to take off from whatever you have planned that next day.
2: Well, that's why I scheduled it for a Friday so that I'd have- There I wouldn't, you go. I wouldn't See, have, me,
0: uh, I want to schedule it for a Sunday so I don't have to go to work on Monday. There you go.
2: Well, for me, I don't get paid to do what I'm doing. I just get hours and right. I need to get as many hours. hours as possible so yeah. I can finish this stage of my life as quickly as possible. So if I miss a, an, a day of hours, then I just have to wait longer till I actually do end up getting there paid yeah. one day. There you go. You know, the life of a student observer. You get to wake up early and go into school and do all the hard work, but you also get get to pay. pay You you don't get paid and you get to pay tuition to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. And that's that. So join us next week. Uh, Nicole will not be here, but we will have another guest. Listen, guys, we're going to be very guest heavy coming down the the uh the last few episodes of this season so if you have gotten used to just the voices of me and brendan be prepared to have be prepared. to have some other voices in there brendan doesn't know exactly who's coming on but uh no i've got i've got a whole week. slew of I guests think it's just, mr bass just waiting to talk yes mr Hopefully. bass uh, i'll ask <laughs> him if he wants to come on but <laughs> so next week we will have um my good friend naomi calhoun come on the pod to talk about oh that one i did know first yes. to, to talk about next week's episode um, don't tell and Naomi that I of course I of course have not confirmed this with her so <laughs> so, <laughs> so you maybe she won't be but ho- hopefully, hopefully hopefully she will be we have discussed this episode for her to come on for um, and we will talk about season 1 episode 13 a thin line between Chuck and Nate but until then you know you love us xoxo well, lonely, lonely boys bye bye <laughs> Kept it under two hours.